Welcome back to the We Was Dragons podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm your co-host, Chanel. And we are back to talk about episode seven. And again, I didn't even look at the damn title of the story. Oh, Driftmark. It never matters. Oh, yeah. Driftmark. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Driftmark. (laughs) Every week, I think, every week I remind myself, okay, I'm going to have the title of the episode and the synopsis. And then I always forget to do it. Every Mm. single week. Every single week. But. This week, Chanel and I actually have a guest, one of my good friends and one of my favorite people, uh, Charmaine from A Million Podcasts, <laughs> the main hustle media. I'll just say main that. You can media. see all the, then you can go there and see all the podcasts. What's up, Charmaine? What's up? Thank you for having me. I've been waiting to be on this fucking podcast with y'all. Waiting. I, I, I've been excited about it since before it dropped. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So before we get into the show, tell people a little bit about you know, you, where they can find you, your shows, all the good stuff. I am Charmaine Fury, a.k.a. The Blazing Blurred. On this episode, I'll call myself Maneris Targaryen, Maneris Targaryen. <laughs> um, I am, I'm the host of Militantly Mixed, a podcast about race and identity from the mixed race perspective, a co-host of Blurred Comics, a podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurreds, and a Queer and Far, a travel podcast uh, from a couple of queer femmes. I own Main Hustle Media and I'm, I don't know, cat mom, nerd, shit like that. <laughs> and you're going to New York Comic Con. I'm going to New York Comic Con in a couple of days. Yeah, I'm excited. That's exciting. And I get to meet, I get to meet half a big Mike in person for the first time. That's exciting as well. Mike needs to get out the house. So I'm glad he's going <laughs> as well. So yeah, thanks for being on the show. Charmaine's also a book reader. Charmaine mm. was also recording... The last season of Game of Thrones on my show with me the last mm-hmm. time, and that was funny because she was losing her mind. I was but like the like the last six episodes, she was about to have a breakdown. I was falling show. apart. <laughs> so at least okay. this show has picked her her uh, interest back up in Westeros. I think they I think they got you right because they got yeah, me. Yeah, they got me. They got me on this one. Yeah, yeah, they got you back. All right, so we'll start with the guests. Um, overall, what'd you think of this episode? This is my favorite episode so far. It's it's where things that are happening in the book or that that happened in the book are kind of coming to fruition or you're seeing the quote like real version of it. So uh, Fire and Blood is like a, a, a history, like an oral history 
of the the Targaryen like lineage or whatever from starting with Aegon the Conqueror. But the thing is, they're telling you different perspectives from different people. So this, they'll say like, if so-and-so is to be believed, XYZ happened in this scenario. Mm-hmm. But if this other guy was to be believed, XYZ happened, right? And so in this, what the what the filmmakers are are saying is that this is what actually happened in the show. And all this other stuff was just like rumors or conjecture and stuff. And so this episode is the best mix to me of the different stories that happened in the book and what we've been seeing it, the show build up to, you know, um, I have some quotes that are just like some of my favorite things that people I will like, I want to find ways to incorporate into how to say to somebody as a diss <laughs> in the future and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a good this one was my favorite episode to date. This was this was solid. What do you think about Chanel? Um, I'm definitely gonna defer to the knowledge of people who like really have the context of the show, but I'm gonna give my honest opinion at the time of watching, which was I had very mixed feelings about it. Like it's obviously well written, but I felt like um I just felt like the show knows what show they are and they know that they can do anything and we will watch to the end of the episode, no matter what they do in the first 10, 15 minutes, no matter how quiet it is, no matter how much wind you hear blowing, they're like, bitch, you're staying the whole 60 minutes. So we could literally talk about anything today <laughs> right now. So, um, and I, I just felt like they knew that, but um, it was, it was a compelling episode for sure. What about you, Brandon? I loved it. Cause I like, I keep saying this. I like all the drama messiness. That's the best part of Game of Thrones to me is when you got people plotting. And I like it when, like, Chanel knows this. One of my favorite. And I think, oh, no, Charmaine knows this because I got her on it. My favorite show on television is Secession. And I love Mm -hmm. Secession because everyone is terrible. But I also can see why everyone acts the way they do and where they're coming from. So, like, I can say, like, this is fucked up, but I get why this person would do this fucked up thing. Uh, That's what I like about Game of Thrones is when people are going to make a mistake or people are going to do something wrong. But they when they do it, you're like, I can see why that person will do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this episode was a whole lot of I see why all these people are doing all this silly shit that they're doing. And there's a lot of it. And I like how this episode I like how this show gave us like is basically they did like uh two like prequels not a prequel but like um a prologues essentially they had like a prologue at the beginning of the show and like the first five episodes was like an extended prologue and it set up this it really set up this episode because it just showed like so many decisions that we saw in those first five episodes would have eliminated almost everything that happened this episode (sighs) if some moments that kill me because of that (laughs) yes if one person would have made this decision or that decision, like all these things would have turned out differently. But because each person made the decisions they made, we got this specific set of circumstances that's going to lead to like this downfall, which is such a compelling thing to me to be done in television. So I loved it. Yeah. By the way, if you like shows where the characters are terrible, but you know why, I feel like I brought this up before. You should watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Way lower yeah, stakes. Sure. <laughs> Way, Way lower, lower stakes. stakes. <laughs> but you are always like, Mac would do that. Why would <laughs> did it did it stop? Like, you know, but it's so compelling because it's like they never really learn. So anyway, I just <laughs> that's for if you don't want the prestige TV of succession, you want to go lowbrow. That's funny. Always for me, is pretty pre- prestigious though, from what I understand. 
they got rewards and shit. Um, for me, this is like, I feel like this is my version of the people who watch like Bravo TV, like trash TV and stuff like this. Like I can't get into it with like housewives of people or whatever, but I can really get into it with uh, aristocrats that like just one little thing can destroy their whole lineage. Yeah, like I'm I, down for that. I'm so sorry, Shermaine. Let's pause here. So housewives is for you. You just haven't found... <laughs> I haven't right. found my point, I yet. believe because let me tell you because I re I meant to tell Brandon this I restarted <laughs> Potomac from the beginning, and I'm screaming because these there's women. This is one of the shows that's had another show called Married to Medicine. You might enjoy, but um, Married to are, Medicine is is wild. It's Cause quality. Because heavily, heavily is off the chain. <laughs> I've tried to convince Brandon to do Bravo with me. You won't do it. I watch some of these shows, but I can't talk about this. <laughs> some of them when i was at brandon's house a, a couple months back because brandy just put them on and she's like we're gonna stick this out and yeah. i got myself involved and i got so upset that i was that involved <laughs> in these people's <laughs> lives and i had to like detox afterwards so for me oh. i need my trash people to be fictional because yeah the well, stress i have of knowing that these people are wandering the world <laughs> well i would just say about potomac it's like <laughs> there's a cast three of the women four three or four of the women have been there for like four have been there for nine years we've seen their kids grow up we've seen and like they they fight but they genuinely love each other and like i'm seeing that again because two of the two of the people who are still to this day arguing with each other were arguing in the first episode making up and so it's like it's not as toxic because it's hilarious and it's like black women casting shade around so i say that to say yeah but one got kicked off the show because she was fighting but that's not that's further down the line like Mm -hmm. this is this is like <laughs> when they were still figuring out what kind of show they wanted to do and they were just doing it's I'm telling you it's just so funny because I'm like oh my god y'all like y'all have never changed but also you've grown so much so I also, said to say I'll try to I'll try to find the right entry point for you because there's a space for you in the Bravo atmosphere. also Charmaine Chanel and I came up with this idea in the first episode that she's going to do a skit of Real Housewives of Westeros. And she's going to have confessionals with them when some fuck shit goes down. And they're going to be talking about, well, this is what was happening. This is what I was thinking when this happened. I would be down for that. A hundred percent. I love like that parody thing where they're like the princesses, but done as Real Housewives or something like that. I'm down for that. That that kind of stuff would make me happy. But right, yeah, let's... Game of Thrones, Westeros is my fantasy world. That's that's where I can really get into it. Plus, dragons. Yes, Westeros is a mess. So a couple things we meant to talk about this earlier, Chanel, on an earlier episode when we in the beginning of the show when we talk about news. But I wanted to know what you think that apparently they're supposed to be doing a Corliss spinoff about his eight voyages, how he got rich. Would you Who watch that? that? Oh. Where yeah. do you hear this from? No, that's it's in the works. A young they're supposed to do it. So basically, Corliss is like the only man who's been like like young everywhere. Sheldon, but young Corliss. <laughs> He's like the only man that's been like everywhere in Westeros. Westeros. Yes. He, he has like something called like the Eight Voyages or something like that. Isn't that mm-hmm. it, uh, Charmaine? And yeah, so apparently- and uh, some of this is alluded to in Fire and Blood too. Like he's seen places that no other Westerosi could claim to have seen. Yeah, that's why he's like the king of the seas. And so, so apparently they're supposed to be doing like some type of uh, spinoff show called like the Eight Voyages. Uh, of you know Corlys Valerian 
and that's supposed to be in the works. So is that something you would be excited about? Yes, if if they write it like power. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, I don't want it to be I I I don't know. I don't some of this stuff sometimes is like ridiculous to me. I'm not going to lie cuz it's it's the fact that it's fantasy is not ridiculous to me. It's like the self-importance of the characters is kind of ridiculous to me. Even though there are royalty, it's just like sometimes it's too much. I guess it's maybe just Allison overdoing it for me. But I say all that to say I want to see it if it's like still in a... I want the era, but I want it to be like a coming-of-age story too. Like, I don't know. I think I would love to see something slightly different. But I'm sure there are people who are like, no, I want the same show, just Corliss just some random black people so i i am definitely excited but i i don't have like i'm i don't i'm not beheld, beheld to game of thrones in the way that like george r r martin fans are like i'm just like give me good tv so I'm so george r r martin said the show started out the name was originally nine voyages but they settled on calling it the sea snake uh that's better name that better works name. And the sea snake will tell the tales of Corliss Valerian, a celebrated ship captain who used wealth and prestige amassed during his world travels to become one of the most influential lords of Westeros. Only alluded to in Martin the House, a, a song of ice and fire, and never mentioned in Game of Thrones, House Valerian is one of the House Targaryen's oldest allies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it's a like, show. Imagine that show. There. Imagine that show, but like Kendrick Lamar is on the soundtrack. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got to see the vision, bro. <laughs> I I would be down for the 100% I'm in cuz cuz this is this is my fan like this is my fantasy fandom world, but I need them to make sure that they cast similar skin tones and stop giving mm-hmm. us this interchangeable dark skin light skin dark skin light skin as they age a single character. I had a joke about that in my notes because Corlys Valerian hasn't aged a day. He sure Black don't crack. Black don't crack. Yeah, Elena definitely got a tan because I don't know. <laughs> they different aged, actress. <laughs> they aged Ray- up a little bit. She looks a little bit older. They but- they aged up Rainice and um Allison and Lenore. Well, Allison, yeah. I mean Rainice needs to be glad she's not aging like her cousin. Oh, for Sarah. That boy but, is he's fucked up. Somebody said he in his mid-30s. I said, You're a fucking lie. No, and, he looks like life? Viserys. Huh? But oh wait, no, are you talking no, about actually Viserys' character? No, Viserys. Viserys, oh, yeah, okay, okay. character. Yeah, he's supposed, he's supposed to be like 30. in his late, mid mid to late thirties. I think. Oh, like no, this oh, man is they biblical have age. Completely the wrong age in the show. That's actually the one one of the things that is surprising to me is because Allison and Viserys are really only like fourteen years apart in age in the books, but in the movie in the show they made him like in his forties when they met, and her what sixteen seventeen, and then yeah. now he's what in his sixties. And she's yeah, because in the book, Allison was a lot older than Renera, right? Yeah, and they weren't friends. They weren't. Yeah. They 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 have always hated each other, according to the book. That's what I like the show version better. And maybe that's a re- maybe that's a retelling of the story. And so the last thing before we get into the show is we got another email uh, from Deanna, and she said, "Hi guys, what a great episode! All the knives came out, so to speak." And oh boy, Allison's show showed her ass. No, Man, oh stop. Stop. I'm tired of all this Allison hate. I oh, Deanna's oh, on my team. Deanna's on my team. Oh, Deanna's on I think you should revisit team, episode seven and listen to Elena's ramblings again. I brought, I got that in my notes. 
Uh, she may be more important than we know. Also, I've been telling yeah. all my friends to listen to the podcast and how good y'all are. Thank Team you. Black. Deanna, Thank you, Deanna. email me directly next time because he's not appreciating. Mm-mm. Let's just keep key about Allison. <laughs> like she's a real person in her Allison, life. haters. Gosh. She deserves Allison, it. Haters. She deserves the hate. Brandon, we're not, we're not going to get along. See, on here's the one. thing. If she would be a little bit more housewifey, I'd fuck with her. But if she, Listen, she's on the wrong side. Of at the end of the day, the TV show version of this, Allison and uh, um, Cole, Sir Kristen. Oh no, fuck Sir, Sir Kristen. Kristen. These two people are obsessed about one time fucking ten years ago. Sir Kristen is a, a hating ass person. Allison got a reason to be mad. No, she doesn't. No, but she's upset about the same shit that Crispin is upset about. I yeah, but she's mad. But she's mad that Renera lied to her and she put her and then she and then she stuck up for her. Even though she knew she was bold faced lying. She didn't have to get involved. We she already didn't have covered to get involved. This. But wait, I just want to say something really controversial. If Renera was a man and Kristen was a woman, we wouldn't feel the same way about him as a character, I think. No, I think, yes, y'all would be on her, his side. And that and so that started that started to hit me. Oh I, I think he's doing too much. Don't be wrong. I think he's doing too much, but like that's, what, why, so I got, we, that's why I got smoke for Renera this episode. So, so Shermaine, as you know, we we agreed that like Renera kind of took advantage of her of him that first in, time in her power. Right. Yeah, she, but the she... pro- right, and but the problem is that Kristen's not saying that's why he's upset. He's upset because a whole different thing. But like, I do feel like she he feels like she stole his honor, and so he has more reason for me to be upset than Allison does because her mistakes genuinely impacted him. Allison is mad because it could have impacted her, but it hasn't. You know? No, he, he, he needs to just calm the fuck down because at the end of the day, Truly. he had a choice. Yes, she is in a she's in a power position. He used her station to, which is slightly coercive. I'll grant that right. 100%. That being said, he's a grown-ass man who could have walked away yeah. and no, but he you didn't say have to participate. You say that because she's a woman though, right? No. If no. Viserys, if Viser- if if the king, like if Damon or Aegon took one of those like maidens and just said, "Come fuck me," yeah, you wouldn't be like she could just walk away and say no. It'd be like no. Well, like, okay, the power because dynamic- in the world that they're creating there, that is the case that men have dominance sure. over women, and therefore the women don't have the choice. At the end of the day, even Allison in her early days before we become irritated with her. She is being she's being coerced into yes. paying attention to, to Viserys and all that other kind of stuff. <clears throat> she does not have a choice in that. She has Otto getting mm. on her, and ultimately, mm-hmm. but what she could have done is mm. told her best fucking friend, "Hey, my dad is having me visit your dad at night." Limited choices. That that part is the part that Allison aired on. She could have told her best friend what was happening, but she yeah, didn't. But the king but told her not to. But so too, yeah, of course. Two quick round of things. I think that where Kristen went wrong indefinitely was the gay bashing. If he hadn't murdered a member of the LGBTQ community, we'd be in a different space. So that's where he really went very left and I can't defend him anymore. And then I think that like where I think Brandon, what we even agreed on is that Allison just, my issue is Allison from the very beginning. She didn't exercise all of her options. Like she didn't try hard enough for me to get out of the situation, which is what Charmaine is saying. Like, I still think Allison's a heel. 
I'm not she, pro sure, Allison. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I just, sure, we can move on. I just she, understand where Allison's coming from. People try to act like she's mm-hmm. just some crazy woman making this shit up. I'm like, no, she's not just making this up. She just take it too far. Yeah, basically, she's too sanctimonious, you know, to yes. to understand her her role, you know, her her part in all this stuff that has happened. Yeah, she made herself a martyr, basically, to like, it. Yeah. instead of just yes. instead of trying to fight back. Yep. And honestly, like as a best friend in that world, in a world in which men dominate above all, even as this girl is is announced as heir to the throne and even as she is anticipated to be the queen, she still has way more rules set against her than any male heir would have had. So in this world that we understand is the thing that's going on, what could save you through most of the shit you got to go through is your women relationships. And that bond could have been the case because the way they set it up in the first episode, I actually thought they were together because. Uh, uh, Ren- Rhaenyra. Yeah. Cause Rhaenyra mm. specifically says, I want, I don't want to be the heir or whatever. I want to ride on Dragonback with you and explore the world. And the, and then she makes the whole comment about her, where she was at was comfortable in the moment. She was laying in her lap at that point. So that was giving me very much queer lady vibes um, represent for my team. And, uh, and I was like, okay, that's why that was so offensive because I think Renera did love her in that way. And the betrayal there is my best friend slash possible girlfriend didn't even tell me that her dad was making her you know, flirt with my dad until my dad picked her. So the the betrayal that I feel Renera experiences, I think is is valid. With Allison, I don't think she has any control over her situation. Either way, she is going to be the the um the king's uh paramour or whatever or whatever, but she could have told her friend. And in in doing so, she betrays Renera first so that when Renera chooses to not tell her, yeah, my uncle tried to fuck around with me. And so I ended up fucking Christian instead. (laughs) She feels betrayed, but she does the very same thing beforehand. So she really doesn't have a leg to stand on. And we're talking about 10 years later. Crispin's upset because he feels like he was the woman in that scenario. That's that's what I don't think think Allison's mad at that anymore. I think at this point, Allison got Otto caused her to go off the fucking deep end because she put he put all that shit in her head that Renera's gonna kill her kids and now she's yeah. off the deep end because what Otto put in her head just beat into her because remember Otto's like oh you're gonna take Renera's side you're gonna take Renera's side against me yeah and then the last time when he seen him, he was like look she gonna kill your kids like if you don't change some stuff and yeah. then this episode I, I'm gonna bring it up later but last episode, Chanel was like, I don't think Renera would be capable of killing anybody's kids. She wouldn't do anything like that. The Renera I saw this episode would absolutely kill somebody's kids. I but, don't think Renera would do it wild, though. Yeah, her child is threatened. Yeah, yeah, her child is threatened. I And I, even though I'm never planning on being a parent, the way I feel about my cats, I'll fuck you up if you try to fuck with my cats. So I can't imagine if the thing actually came out of my body. that would make that would make you want to kill somebody who started to fuck with you as far as i'm concerned well i also think that what i was just trying to say was that she wouldn't kiki with you and then do a red wedding like it would be a very much like uh you would see it coming y'all would have like she's because what i really just she's just trying to live her life so that's all like allison is like oh she's and i'm like she's literally not thinking about you allison she's not thinking about you allison allison (laughs) is like when she get on that throne 
people are gonna mm-hmm. question her because they're gonna want Aegon, and when that happens, she's gonna kill that nigga. You already know how I feel about this. Let's so get into it. Here, here's the thing that that I really think is is what we need to be looking at when we look at Allison. Renera has never done anything overtly to Allison that wasn't like I'm in a rock and a hard place situation. I can't tell. I'm a I'm a girl heir. Right. I cannot tell people I've been fucking. That is the only thing Renera did to Allison. But what Allison did is fuck around and get end up with her father and become queen. Um, try to displace her at many many turns, even if it is by influence of her father. It doesn't matter. She continues to undermine her as the heir to the throne mm-hmm. and, and then her competition. And birth her competition. And she's sitting there actively plotting against her so much so that she shows up at her own wedding, at, at, at Renera's wedding or engagement party or whatever, wearing the colors of Hightower versus the color of Targaryen because now she's supposed to be a Targaryen. That's right. She's been the one who's been doing fuck shit the whole time. Renera did a protection lie. Allison's yeah. been fucking around the whole time. So Allison yeah. gets all my smoke as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, she's a messy bitch. She's the worst kind too, because she's not. She doesn't laugh at all. Like she's not funny, and so, she doesn't believe she's wrong. That's the yeah. thing. She's so fucking sanctimonious. That, well, she. Yeah. I mean, you know, Brandon. Well, yeah, that's the, the part the I sex. hate about her. Yeah. Oh, Brandon! Oh, Brandon! No, 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 no! Stand up for her. Be a feminist. You've been no, I'm I stand, I'm I stand for Allison, but I don't like that. Um, okay, I got so some, how, I got some points in my notes that I'm yeah, gonna change your mind. I'm gonna change your mind. Because I got smoke for Renera for the bullshit she was on this episode. Oh, absolutely. So the show starts off in Driftmark, and Lena's getting a funeral. So mm-hmm. they got a cool ass funeral. They put it. Don't they call them things sarcophagus or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, they put it in a Starbucks sarcophagus. They got a. They put it in a sarcophagus that looked like her. <laughs> no, that looked like the Starbucks lady. No, that was like a sea That was a white woman. <laughs> she half white. Technically, yeah. See, damn you right. See, but what I do like is the imagery of the the um the stone, like bust going into the water, like yeah. that underground, that mm-hmm. underwater um you know slave statue thing that they have in in re- in our world, in our real life world. You know what I'm talking about? The memorial to the enslaved oh, uh, yeah, people yeah, that yeah, jumped. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing that popped in my head as oh, I was yeah, dropping I see, down because yeah. you can see all the other sarcophagus that were kind of in the background of the water and stuff like that. And given that they are black on this show, I was like, "Oh, dope! That was cool." I don't know if that was intended, but that's what I saw. This is when we see Otto's plotting aspect. He's got the hand of the king uh, emblem on his chest, so he. Oh, was that not the worst like showing just to let us know that he got the he's got his badge back is that he looks down and touches it like this and the camera pans to it that's totally understand there's no y'all didn't have another candidate nowhere like he don't get his old the same reason he got sent away is amplified now so no one has the experience he has so obviously allison is in his ear as well but it's just like that's how like damon does you know what I'm saying? Like there mm. are people they could have they could have did interviews. My point is that my point yes. my point is like they just act, like Viserys is so old and and I mean it's it's foreshadowing because like the high towers are basically about to run the thing by the by the next episode. Anyway. Yeah, Viserys Reagan. Oh, I can't wait. That's to what see we got. What happens. Yeah, but it's basically like um I just I just was so irritated because it's like oh we got him in here and then we know that that's um Allison's desire. Yeah, Viserys Reagan, Nancy Hightower. That's what we got going on. 
Um, Lenore, he's not taking That's this fine. well at all. He's fucked up, oh. drunk, and in grief, really bad. Uh, he's just sitting in the water at one point. He's just standing in the water at you one think point. About just walking staring. in. Like, yeah. He was taking that really bad. He was putting stones in his pockets or something. At one point, they're speaking in Valerian, and like Damon just laughs. And that I think made he was me doing so that, mad. but I feel like he was doing that to cope somehow. Because they tried to make it clear that he cared about her this episode. Well, did the you, show but tried do to. you hear what he said when he did when Damon laughed? Specifically, the brother. Oh, uh, what do you say? He he says that we are the blood of old Valeria, pure. And then he oh. looks at Renera. So he was. So oh, that's why Damon laughed. He was oh. casting shade, <laughs> and and Damon does that little goofy ass laugh because he's like, "Man, no opportunity passes," you know. Renera brought this shit on herself, though. She did. She brought this shit on herself. So then uh, Renera uh, tells, you know, Jace, Jaceris, and Luceris, Jason, Luke, to go comfort his cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, one of his name is Bela, and the other girl's name is Raina, I think, right? Raina. So they're named the female versions of Baylor is the father of Viserys and Damon. So it's the honoring yeah. them and then just keeping up that whole reina reina reneris all that kind of so stuff. Raynor and Bela. the first time we got black names for black people um uh, which is good well actually i guess i don't know leno corliss is definitely a black name corliss is black as fuck corliss is definitely a black ass name so that that makes sense to make him black before um, we go further can i mention one thing that does happen in the books that doesn't happen in the, in the show that would have made uh, the whole hiding the strong boys so much easier what so, uh, Renera, uh, the queen that never was, Renaris, Renaris, yeah, all the fucking names. The queen that never was, she's half uh, Baratheon, and she was born with black hair, and the oh, purple. Oh, really? Yeah, she has she has black hair like the Baratheons and purple eyes like the Targaryens, and if you know, I know they changed the races of the character and everything like that. So you know, you get the but the what the. Uh, the Valerians have white hair too. So you would have still been able to pass the white hair maybe, but because uh, Raina is, is dark haired, those kids could have turned out to be dark haired and they would have just said, skip a generation. And we would have all been uh, safe. I see. That so it would have taken true. a lot longer to piece it together. It's really just because strong is always around. <laughs> Rhaenyra's. Yeah. But you know, if, if they had just left her dark haired, we could have gotten a little bit further before people started calling those kids bastards. That's a good little. That's a good little nugget. Um, then you got Helena doing some weird shit, but I don't think she's weird. I think she's a witch or some type of dreamer or something. Because that's straight up Wednesday Adams right there. Like I just letting her do her thing. Because you know, last episode, remember when? Uh, remember when Amon when Amon was like running in the dragon pit when they told his ass not to and they tried to give him that pig. And he came in and Allison was talking to her when she was playing with the millipede. She said, and he said, uh, she tells Eamon, you're going to get a dragon one day. And right after she says that, uh, Helena says, he's going to have to give up an eye or something like that. He's going to lose yeah, an she's eye. she's a seer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a, like a prophetic dream. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like he said. With it. Okay. Oh, good for yeah. her. So when she's talking. Oh, good for her. She should, got a job. <laughs> we should probably listen because. She's some. She's saying some shit. So, so what was she saying? Because she was on some other. When I tell you, I was like, this. She. If I was at a party and somebody was talking like that, I'd be like, "Girl, you have a good night." I she think was talk- she was. 
talking about dra- the, that he was going to get a dragon, but she, it was very cryptic in the way like that there was yeah, gonna- the first, oh that was uh, said this episode no the mm-hmm. last episode he she said that when when he when Amon came remember when the security guard dragged Amon's ass in yeah no, I was saying what was she saying so at this the episode today. she was talking about dragons like dragons fighting she was like there's a dragon inside and a dragon outside she's alluding like to that. the dance of the dragons yeah so I think she's alluding to when all the targaryens are gonna fight each other coming up okay bet uh, so then Aegon, uh, Aegon and Aemon are just looking at her, and she's like, "That girl's weird. How is she related to us?" <laughs> and it's like y'all are actually the the sickos, but okay. And so apparently, uh, at, in between these episodes, Alan has betro- Alicent has betrothed her to Aegon, so she is supposed to marry her brother. Uh, no, I thought she had taken the thing that um, Rhaenyra offered. No, she didn't accept no. that shit. Remember she, she had, said, she do that when it. I'm dead? <laughs> well, so here's yeah. the crazy part. So what that means then is that Allison, because I thought that she had actually seen scent. So that means that Allison very much plans on Rhaenyra dying or something. Like, there's yeah. no way she's planning and they're saying like, oh, you're going to be king and queen and the heir is not like right there. There's none. Yeah, no, she's actively plotting. That's what I'm saying. Rhaenyra has never actively plotted against her. She has. But but the way the Targaryens marry is that if you have a comparable age sibling, you're going to be betrothed. And if you don't have a comparable age sibling, you go to daughter to uncle, son to aunt, whoever's closest in age. So it would have made sense for Aemon or Aegon and Helena to be betrothed. Although... Aegon or Aemon and Helena get along. Aegon and Helena don't get along. So right. it's not great. Yeah, even here, Aegon's like, ugh, like, God, I can't believe I gotta marry her. And Aemon's like, I'd do my duty. I'd marry her in a heartbeat, yeah. basically. <laughs> and a- Aegon is actually in the book, he in the book, he's a lot softer. He's like a little bit of a, I'm fine with not being king. I'm just trying to live my life and I don't want, I don't want all this heat. He doesn't start getting wild until later. Yeah, they amp that up. Amon, you've already gotten to see Amon's gonna, he's gonna. Amon's about that life once he got that dragon. But before he got the dragon, he was like a quiet little kid. Because even except for when that pig thing happened, he wild, he went wild for a minute. Yeah, he was salty. You know, let's be clear. Amon is a school shooter. (laughs) He is kind (laughs) of. But even this episode, right when Jace goes over there to talk to Bela and Reyna, Amon walks over there. And he looks like he's about to say, like, I'm sorry for your loss mm-hmm. or like something like that. And then he just kind of freezes up and yeah. like doesn't say shit. And then like after we'll get to it later, but like after he gets his dragon, it just like snapped. It's like a completely yeah, different he person. He's done. Yeah. So, by the way, though, um, I just want to say this show has made do my duty like a, a colloquialism for sex now. Like that's the, that's the way they say sex is. I've done my duty. We tried to do our duty. We didn't do it right, but we did our duty. And I'm like, wow, that's add that to the to the list. Do your duty. So Lars, Lars Strong is just staring at Allison. So fucking obvious. <laughs> Man, he is way better of an a villain than than Peter. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. He's like he's um Kristen is like, you know he been staring at you all night. She like, oh he just um he's fine. He's just excited. He's just, no, but he looking at Allison like he's trying to fuck. Yeah. But he's not. Yeah. At least I don't think he is. But he looking man, he's at him a man that of way. action. That one, he gets shit done. He killed his dad and his brother. He is not tripping. He's not. Well, he the, he the, he the Lord, that Allison says. Well, he's the he's just he's just excited. He's the Lord of Harrenhal now. 
Dog, uh, if she looked back and winked at him, everybody would have died. <laughs> it's so funny to see that that like difference because you get to see he's excited that he's now the Lord of Harrenhal. And then you flip it to Jace or no Jace Luke. Oh my gosh. Whose grandfather is like, bro, you're gonna take all this land. This is gonna be your place. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be my legacy. And he's like, but if I'm if I am if I see Driftmark, then everybody I love is dead. Like yeah. that, those the juxtaposition of these two types yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also like, you know, Corliss, as we see later, is obsessed with legacy. But what was I love that Luke said that because it was like, yeah, that's a reminder. Like, you guys want to talk about hit like all the adults are kind of steeped in this idea of history and that they're like small parts in it. But the kids are like, This is my childhood. Like, can I enjoy can I be any- a kid? Yeah, like I want to, I don't, I'm not ambitious yet. Like, I'm still learning how to sword fight, you know, like I'm not with with like wood, like I'm not yeah. there. Um, so I thought that was a very interesting scene. And then also the fact that Corliss is so excited to pass it down, despite the fact that they're not really related, you know? He's worried about that name. That they related by name. It's all that matters. Because I mean, that was his right. important thing about whether or not um, uh, his ki- his grandchildren were going to have the name of Targaryen or if mm-hmm. they were going to have the name of, of, of Valerian, right? Um, it's important. He wants to make sure they know, which is very, which is mirror, mirrors what happened in uh, Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Philip. Prince Philip fought to have his children take his name. But they were like, Charles can't take your name. They everybody's got to be a Windsor, so that's why they ended up hyphenating yeah. the royal family's name until Charles ascends the throne. Then he has to stay a Windsor. Um, so this is basically just taking like real life the way the mm-hmm. British exactly. aristocracy handles stuff. But, and but by the way, two things: Corliss had to do that because the the Valerian name would like could end. Like if his brother doesn't pass one, like literally if his son doesn't name his kids, like Valerian, like that. It's gone, gone, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he's a legacy second, dude. Second, well, I also would feel that way about my last name. Like, wait, we the last of the, you know, no. But um, last, last tie-in is that Matt Smith plays Prince Philip in the, in the crown. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So then they cut to them black girls. They look so sad that they mama died. And they, Jace comes over there because he's trying to be, because they friendly. And they take, uh, Bela takes Jace's hand. They kind of hold hands. They're both mourning. Yeah. And they Jace would kind of mourning. understand they would be betrothed because they don't like, because the, the Renera's boys don't have sisters and um, Damon's daughters don't have They're brothers. Yeah. So right. most likely they're going to be the people that are going to be betrothed yeah. to each other. So you're reading it books wise. I also just read it as like cousins being like, damn, you know, like that's the only way as kids, they really know how to communicate. Just holding those hands too. And I, I appreciated that. I thought it was sweet because they have a sweet relationship, whereas clearly Aegon and Aemon don't have that sweet relationship with um, with uh, the two boys, Jason Luke. But I think also just knowing that that's how the Targaryens marry their family together <laughs> to keep that white hair in there or to get white hair back, I guess, in this case, um, mm-hmm. because no matter what, they're still Targaryens. They're just not Valerians. Right. Those boys, you know. Yeah. So y'all already talked about Corliss talking to Luke about being Lord of Driftmark. Do you want to just finish out on the um legacy conversation then with Corliss before we move on? Uh, yeah, it, no. it ties. Oh. Well, that's later. I got just, that. Are you talking about with? Yeah. Are we doing? Are with, we doing topics? Or are we going in order? That's a good. Going in that's order right. this time because actually has some clips. Oh okay. Oh. So then uh, he can rearrange the clips. He just don't want to. That's a lot of work. So Luke, yeah, Luke was just like, yeah, I'm not worried about that right now. My daddy did. So well, actually, he don't know about his real daddy. So 
Jace only oh, knows. Oh, you're right. Jace, Jace knows. Yeah. Luke doesn't. Jace knows. Yeah. Luke don't and know Jace this point. Jace literally says, like, dang, why why can't we leave here? Hop on a dragon and go to Heron Hall. Like, I'm sad. My daddy just died. And she's like, you better shut your ass up. <laughs> oh, that reminds and, me. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I got good. excited. Go ahead. Uh, when a when Eamon walks up to them and he kind of looks like he's going to be gentle for a moment, and then he freezes. I think there's something there about at the end of the day, even though they're bastards and he doesn't want them to be his his family. They're both dragon riders. Jace mm-hmm. and Luke are both dragon riders, and a- Eamon up until this point has not ridden a dragon. So mm-hmm. you got to show some respect to your cousins who can ride, who are dragon riders, because you know you got to claim a dragon. You have to have a, a symbiotic relationship with a mm-hmm. dragon. So I feel like he's got to have some respect for them, and that that just gets shattered the minute when he get that dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, he can't wait. Sorry, that just popped in my head. No, that's like, true. Mm-hmm. Rainice walks by and looks at Renero like. This bitch, basically, is what she looked like. <laughs> uh, just ignored her. So, by the way, for anybody who didn't watch, after Lena's funeral, they're all just in this open-air area outside at Driftmark. And I, we were talking about this before the show, 10 to 15 minutes of just staring. Like, just point, like, purposeful staring, like, meaningful stares. Like, you just hear the whisper of the wind. And, like, they're, they're trying to build out all these um, relationships and dynamics that we're going to see. Building the tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I and so some people might be like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" And I was just like, "These niggas, like, so hurry me, it up." <laughs> I'm British, uh, or at least partially. Oh yeah, it was very I, British. It, I was super comfortable in it. I was just like, "Look at all this distress." <laughs> so I yes. love some silent ass awkward <laughs> discomfort. It is one of my favorite things. So that being like a 15 to 20 minute scene, I was just like, "Oh, I was gobbling it." It was up. so stressful. I loved it. It was so I stressful. Love I love it. This. It was so stressful to me. I was like, everybody's on pins and needles. They all hate each other, but they got to, but they all they like, did to like be together. They all oh. seem to like Lena. So like, they're all there because they like the, the yeah. woman who died. Really fucking dope. Yeah. But they hate yeah. each other. <laughs> well, here's a third, here's a third opinion in that triangle. I wanted to parody it so bad. Like I'm like, I just want to make <laughs> these memes because this is too serious. Why are y'all taking it so serious? I mean, every look could have been disastrous for somebody, right? Like it's, you know, Renera looking at Damon and people being like, see, they got a camera. Like so many things could have gone sideways in that moment. I yeah. fucking love the awkwardness of it. it. It gave me life. So then Corliss loses it, runs up on Carl with a Q and says, retrieve <laughs> your patron. Talking about his son, Lenor, who just, he's fucked up in the water. He we already talked about that. at the bottom of the ocean, yeah. bro. He basically like Carl, go get that nigga, man. Go get him. Like, which is such a weird move, right? Because like you don't want the rumors about your son and his gay lover of them being, you know, around each other too much, and then you're gonna be like, send him to go get him. That's why his brother was like, brother, like, fuck you, do it. Yeah, (laughs) but I also think that like, I mean, you know, black fathers don't. I mean, they they show distress in different ways, and we see he's trying to hold it together. But I think he literally was just like, "Bro, go get my son." Like, I don't think he was. Yeah, he wasn't really thinking. I think about the perception. Um, and he also is very much of a serious, and he's like, he's gay, but we don't act, so we don't tell. You know, he's like, whatever. If it's serious, he's. Oh, go ahead, Charmaine. They still expect him to do like be gay, fine, whatever. Fuck your horrors, fine, whatever. But at the end of the day, you still got a job to do, and that is to make heirs. So they'll let them do whatever the fuck they want as long as they're not too wild about it. The problem is you need some white hairs and you only <laughs> got black hairs and we got problems. Like that's the that's the thing. Like 
you know, they'll let them go wild. They don't care about that part. They care about people knowing. And the best way to know is that his grandchildren have black hair. Mm-hmm. Viserys is still a jolly grandpa. So he tries to go to Damon. He tries to give Damon an olive branch. He's like, look, man, I'm sorry for your loss. And Damon's like, he's like, the guys have been cruel. And Damon's like, they've been real cruel to you. <laughs> <laughs> Damon's got some good one-liners. And he's like, listen, I know we had some beef 10 years ago, but you're still my brother. I love you. Bring your ass back to King's Landing. I got a space for you on the court. I got a job for you. I'll get you a little piece of change, you know, get you a little castle, set you up nice. And Damon's like, I don't need nothing. I'm good. My home is in Pentos right now, brother. Leave me alone. And he walks off, and then Otto tries to run up on him and say, I'm sorry. And he's like, bruh, oh, you talking to me? <laughs> and he's like, what did he, say, Charmaine? he says, he said, no matter how um, how said, fat no. the leech gets, yes. he always wants for a meal. He wants, always wants another meal. Ah, I love yeah. it. And he, so he kind of read Otto, and Viserys Reagan is walking off Ray. and calls Allison <laughs> Emma. He's like, I'm going to bed, Emma. Yeah. And Allison and Sir Christopher are like, this is this. He just called me Emma. Like, fuck wrong with him. <laughs> and he said, and then the King's guard was like, who's going to watch, you know, who's going to stay here with Allison? And he's like, Sir Kristen, you, you know, you handle that shit. He was and trying so- to tell Viserys he got the name wrong. Viserys was like, listen, I said what I said. Let's, he said, I said what I said. I'm asleep. So then, you know, Aegon's Aegon's drunk. You see him taking like deep in his cups. Yeah, deep in his cups. And Otto just basically does like this is the most relatable thing Otto does. This was like some old, like some father at a public place just snatched his grandson up. Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, I'm trying to set you up to be the heir, and you out here drunk, hunched over on this on the stairs. Well, actually, right before before that happened, I think there was a scene where Aegon and Amon were talking, and oh, it was the scene when Amon was like, "Yeah, I'd fuck her," talking about his yeah. sister, and Aegon was like, "Oh, I prefer somebody with long legs." And there's this like black girl servant, and I was like, "Please!" I just immediately was like, "Okay, is Aegon like about to like harass this girl because he's supposed to be king?" Like, I just kind of got that very much like um. Well, he did it last episode too with yeah. the. He's just into the servant girls. So, like last episode, it was yeah. it happened to be a white servant girl. But she remember when they were out there jousting, and then he walks by. He just stares at him. He's just looking at him like, oh, that's what I mean. Basically, like that's what I'm into right now. Fuck this fighting. I'm trying to get yeah. drunk and fuck. Basically. But it's just is really like upsetting because it's like, oh, how is he using his station and is he harassing these women? Like he kind of yeah, disappears the it's way very, they all do. Yeah, yeah. He is very drunk, and then he and it, it's just like. The that's why Allison is so irritating because your son is doing stuff on the clock that you don't care at all about. Like you're just like you you're so focused on Rhaenyra that you literally aren't parenting. Yeah. So then uh it, meanwhile, Amy, he don't go to bed. He out here looking for Vagar. So then they cut to Do you know why Vagar is so insignificant? He's the biggest one. So Vagar is the oldest living dragon. Yeah, he it, was it, it's he the, was Aegon the Conqueror's wife, sister's dragon, Viser- right? Yeah, Viserys, uh, a Viserion, whatever. It's a girl version of Viserys. Um, <laughs> so Aegon has the two wives, and and Vagar was one of them, and also was one of the biggest dragons even back when the other older dragons were around too. It's like the second biggest dragon to to um, you know the big one that's in the 
the head, the skull that's in there. Um, so the fact that he got that one, that's significant because people will follow who has the most powerful dragon. Mm-hmm. So when Otto later says, you know, that he got us Vagar, that he brought Vagar to our side, that means the the general pop, Gen Pop is gonna be like, oh. Amon's got Vagar. That's going to be significant to get like people to pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. The small folk. That's what they call them. Gen Pop is small folk. So then we get Corliss and Raynus talking. This is where Raynus reads uh, Corliss for Filth. And I got that scene because it was great. She wanted to come home. And he denied her. Damon did what he thought best. Damon only ever does what is best for Damon. Lena needed our maesters. The surgeons in Pentos are as well trained as our maesters. You are looking to place blame for an act of the gods. Mayhaps the gods have scorned us for our insatiable pride. was yours until those fools at the great council plucked it from your head is it such a terrible thing for your husband to wish to win it back the night of all nights let us lay aside this falsehood it's not justice for your wife that drives you it is your own ambition it is desire for the throne if not for yourself then for the scions of your house I gave up the idea of wearing a crown a generation ago. It is you, Lord Husband, who refuses to abandon this pursuit, even now at the cost of our children. She's not wrong. Also, I love how they're so... I told Chanel this last episode, but I love how they talk in this world. The idea, like, the idea that you're having a conversation with your husband, and you got to say, Lord Husband. And then, like, the other, the other day... The other episode, Damon, he couldn't say, like, I think it was Damon. He couldn't say his wife. He had to say, my lady wife. wife. I had to say my, like, I can't just say my wife. I got to say my lady wife. That's technically how the aristocracy would still talk, although I imagine they probably don't uh, (laughs) in private anymore, but they would still do that in public. It was you, Lord Husband. (laughs) I was like, that is so hilarious to me. (laughs) Also, Lord takes, I guess Lord does take precedence over husband. So I guess that makes sense. you're a landowner. So So, yeah, what y'all think about Rainus, her position that she she stopped thinking about that shit a long time ago. Corliss just using that as an excuse. You believe her? 100%. She's exhausted. Imagine how exhausting it is to have always, to constantly be reminded that you got passed over. Your dad was the eldest child of the of the last king, and you were the eldest living fucking you know, descendant, and you didn't get to be, like, you would just be so done of people reminding you of that all the time. Like, it stopped being cute years ago. She just wants to live her life. What do you think, Chanel? I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit in previous weeks, but I think that um probably if possibly like if Corliss wasn't so into it, she might still be bothered by it. I really feel like she could kind of 
leave whatever residual feelings up to Corliss because he like cared. Like I, I thought like she had a husband who was like, "Girl, who cares? You was never gonna be queen, no way." That would it would be actually an issue. So, like I think that maybe because he wants to stand up for her, she's like, "Please, like let's just let it go," because um, someone else is sharing it with her. Um, but I also think that she has a perspective on how much drama it is and all she's thinking about is like we have our kids let's do the best of what we got because she didn't lose everything she just lost that thing that could have been everything but she's still a lady of driftmark and you know and driftwood and able to have money and servants and all that like she's not destitute so i think she's like "Mm, second best is fine so then she's like speaking of lena that's why i want to i want to protrude driftmark to bayla as tribute to Lena. And Carlos was like, what about our son? We're just supposed to ignore him? And she was like, Corliss, nigga, we, ain't nobody we around. We all know. She we know what's not, going she on. She would not say that because she's not a black woman, and that's where that's the issue is. So she's like, did the right thing. So Lord Husband. Lord. <laughs> we, know what's, we know what's going the on. Subject. But what's so crazy about this moment, too, is that He's he's professing to be upset on behalf of his wife for being passed over. And then in the case of where when the reality sets in, we know what we're talking about. We know those children are not our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And he's still electing to choose them because of name legacy over passing over. Essentially, he would be doing to to his granddaughters what happened to his wife, which is to be passed over from their what what is this? technically their birthright if no other heirs exist you know like right because they're not really his kids yeah like rainus wouldn't say that if they were actually lanor's kids no but she's saying that because she's like that's not his kids and this is yeah. a good moment to set that balance if you're really concerned about a woman being passed over here's a way for you to do it and she presents you with a way to make it make sense without it looking as shady as it as it is right let's say on behalf of the death of our daughter we would like to honor her by doing this because we already know that our son's heirs are going to be the king, you know, a kind of a thing. Like it was a good solution, but no one listens to women in this motherfucker, you know. But to be fair, Actually, in this in this world, those kids are named Valerian, right? And so at the end of the day, like that is their names. So Corliss is basically like, yo, these kids are already getting it from everybody. I'm not trying to add to that shit because at the end of the day, people still call they still name Valerion. So when they talking about them in the streets, they talking about Jaceris and Luceris Valerion in these streets. Yeah, I actually agree yeah. with Corliss on this one in the sense that I think what he's doing is consistent with the idea that Rainus would have been queen. Like he's just following the rules, and he's like, I don't care about the customs. I don't care about what people are talking about. Like the this is what it is. So I'm gonna honor this system. Give it to my because he's also saying I'm not gonna disown my gay son. Like that's really what he's doing is like disowning his son at the same time to disinherit the kids. You know. So I really did understand where Corliss was coming from, and I do, I do also get where Rainier is like, let's be for real, but. You, you're not being for real in any other way, Rainus. You're not being for real in any other way because your your son's up there being, you know, with his beard. Like we're we're all playing a role so lot. So I understand that Rainus wants to keep it real, but I also think it's like I think it's sad she lost her daughter, but there's like your son has sons, you know, like he has sons. Yes, but he but he does, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But because it's but like he does, you know, and they got their name. 
Right. And then, at the end of the day, that's right. That's what Corley says. Like the book, the history books don't remember blood. Yeah. It's the name. What's the what was the boy's name? And if they were stepson, like you know, if somebody married in to some and they had sons, this is a classic fight. But like, did, would you just pass over the sons, the stepsons, because they were adopted? Like, that would probably be wrong. You probably should follow the custom and like respect them like their kids, because the whole birthright thing just gets messy when you involve marriage and all that. It's one of those things too, where like the slightest little change of of decision could have actually made things. A little bit smoother uh luke says i don't want it i mean i know he's a kid but these kids are accepted as like being able to make grown-ass decisions without like any kind of oversight and if he said if like the world could just accept luke says he doesn't want it and yeah, but what luke a... said was stupid though because yeah, luke seven <laughs> because it's of course though. of course everybody's gonna be dead when you 40 that's how things work. They, like even if nothing bad happens, but in that world, die. conceivably, one thing can happen, and all those motherfuckers could be dead, and he could become the heir that's as a true. child. Yeah, but true. he wouldn't want to be in the street. That's true. Because that's of true. what he said at the funeral, though. That's the thing. Like I yeah. think the I think the sentiment can stand, but the anyway. I just at at the end of the day, Corliss is like speaking to tradition, but in a way that I think does. So clearly, he's not black. Like in the in the canon but adding in this black like context it makes sense you're like follow the tradition give us some give us our stuff keep my legacy like this matters actually um, at the end of this episode Lucerus is the heir yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it he is the heir there is something in the book that while while the Vis- uh, Valerians aren't black in the books there is something kind of comparable that happens uh, for Corliss that could be that could kind of be looked at like from our lens as you know black or mixed black people where we can where we could kind of be like see that shit you know makes sense but it it's just in a white way I guess since they're not black <laughs> in the thing but there is something that happens in the book that I feel like could solve this problem in that kind of yeah okay yeah so- sorry that's I, the I other thing. I can't That's really the other say. thing about mm-hmm. the TV show. When you were when you kept talking about the hair, I was like, in the books they was white. So no, because baby baby Laner had yarn braids, Charmaine. I was like, she don't did. do this. She, she had messed up. Yeah. No, Lainor, because Lainor's hair was curly. Lane, when they oh some, she did curly hair. Yeah, yeah. He had- no, Lainor had yarn, and I said they have to stop this right now. They can get prosthetic dreads. Like we can do this right. Don't do this with these locks. It's so funny because it's such a big topic of conversation and anything that has like black folks and wigs and stuff. And at this point, like they, someone had to have hurt, like even just the black people on set, like someone just be like, hey. <laughs> I don't think Corliss dress look bad. Corliss, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it his look good. Him. It was just Yeah, Lainor. no, Le- Lenor. Yeah, it's hard to Lenor, Lenor. Yeah, Lenor. But you're not about to have realistic ass dragons. And you can't have realistic Real hair. Wigs? I know, because like even their daughter, like Baylor and uh, Bela and uh, Rayla, yeah. like their wigs don't look that great either. Yeah, uh, they got on them Vivica Fox wigs. You know, so they don't look as bad as Lenor's though. They look, no, yeah, they look all right. It's all fine yeah. now, but it was just like, yeah, I was like don't was think really we don't bad. see y'all. You're right. Yeah. So then they cut to Damon and Renera. They walking on the beach, catching up. You know, how you been? You know, I ain't seen you in some years. What's up? What's this new is with you? Clock out. And uh, <laughs> Rhaenyra's like, um, you know, you know, I, I, this is where I got started getting mad at Rhaenyra. She had the nerve to say to 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 Damon, you know, Lenor is, you know, he about to be real useless now. 
At least I made the effort to keep up appearances. Really? You made the effort to keep up appearances by fucking that white man and having dark-haired kids? What are you talking about? (laughs) Because you know what could have happened in, in like, the diabolical Targaryen way? She could have been fucking her uncle, you know, all that time and having her uncle's white-haired babies in place of... That would have been actually keeping up appearances. Yeah. That would have been actually keeping up appearances, not having yeah. them black-haired, fair, fair-skinned babies. Yeah. That's the other thing I was going to say. Like in the books, right? The Valerians are white, so it'd have been harder to to hide it. In the show, all the black people with white people got mixed babies. These babies yeah, are white love. as the driven snow. Like you yeah. know that ain't no Valerian baby. <laughs> I don't yeah. even need to see the hair. They yeah. talking about look at the hair, look at his skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even I, a little bit olive at all. I mean, I that's what I said on the previous episode. I'm like, they couldn't have sandy hair, light, light brown chestnut. They had dark skin, black, like not dark skin, dark black haired kids. But um, yeah, I think that uh, this it's interesting because we did wonder like if they tried, and so they confirmed that they did try. It just couldn't happen, and I'm like, okay. That's mm-hmm. because he's literally gay and doesn't want to have sex with you. So he can't, but, like, he can't do it. This makes me go back to something that happened in Game of Thrones. Marjorie suggests to um, uh, the younger Baratheon, mm-hmm. do you want my brother to be in here? Do you want me to just turn over? Do you want him Rindley. to get you started Rindley. and you fit you, Renly, and you finish inside me? Like, she was giving practical solutions to you know, in a very logical way, like we can't love each other in this world. We have to marry for purpose and all this other kind of stuff. If you got to fuck my brother and then stick it in me at the last minute, we can do that shit. Like she was giving solutions. Mm-hmm. They could have been doing it. And, and Renera, kind of you know, they, oh my God. they're freaky out in the Targaryen world. They'd be doing some shit. She could have whole, she could have totally orgied up this, this stuff with her, you know, they got orgy tapestry all throughout the kit, all throughout the castle. They don't care about that shit. You know, like they can do, they can go all kind of wild, and it could have. It's conceivable that they could have made it work in some way, shape, or form, so that she had a chance. To, the other part could be just like he could be sterile, which is yeah. a different problem. That you could know, be what but, she's implying. I think it. It seems to me like if I want to create whatever narrative, it's like they tried, it didn't work. And what she means by appearances is exactly what you mean. Like he could have been really trying, like like delivering a cup, you know, and be like, hey, here we go. Let's get this in there. You know, he could have done more <laughs> of it. It, it seemed like he was literally like, mm, I'm about well, They to were trying down. IUI? Yeah, like, yeah, he could have turkey based, but he was like, nah, Something. I'm about to go down by the Turn her upside down and- Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so, so point being that I don't, I don't, I think what she's saying is he did not try. He wasn't present. And he even admits that later when he's like, well, she said, she said we tried. Then she said it was no joy in it. I found that elsewhere and laughed with Damon. I was like, you laughing about this shit that you putting everybody at risk. So that's why though, like him, that laugh he gave during the funeral plus this scene made me feel really upset with Damon because I felt like Lena did not get her proper mourning for a woman who he had, who gave him two children, two pure-blooded children, Mm -hmm. was a bad bitch dragon rider and like died an honorable death. Like she did too much for him to be like, she's not even sunk to the bottom of the ocean yet and you kissing somebody on the beach. See, 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 you see, this 
is the everybody sexism. is trash in this show, this Brandon. Is everybody is trash because in this, show. this is why I turned on where I was mad at Renera again because Renera is the one that initiated all this shit. Damon was just walking with her talking. Renera is the one that said, "I missed you, Uncle. I need you, Uncle." I gra- grabbed him, kissing on him, said, "You abandoned me." And Damon was like, "You was a kid." And she's like, "Well, I'm not a kid anymore." He was a kid that, I'm that these he drawers now. With. No, so, Damon assaulted me. Everybody's trashing this thing. Renera initiated sex with her uncle at the funeral of her auntie. You never had grief sex before. Not with the, not with the widow. Not with your uncle. Not at the, not, I don't know. Um, what do you call a, what do you call a <laughs> husband without their wife? It's not a widow. A widower. A widower. Is that what you call yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. With it's the widow, with my uncle widower. Widower. They're, bo- they're both kind of widowers in that moment too. Sometimes no, I definitely think six. she initiated. No, no, no. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying that of those things, what upset me most was that they were at a certain few. If they were at. His funeral, it might have been the exact same thing. Like it, it would. I would have just disrespectful to. Yeah, it was just like because all and also like Mm -hmm. I was telling Brandon, this is the second black woman with the speaking part. Like she had one episode. Like I'm just upset about seeing her go. So it was like it just felt like uh, I I think I'm upset about seeing her go. And side note, Harwin had the I actually care about him. I have joy with him. We love like each other. We were never, Damon never gave us a confirmation if she, if Lena was a constellation, constellation prize or not. Lena herself said, I know where your heart really is. So it was more like, dang, could you have even pretended to respect her? Like, it just had me thinking Damon really But he did. I think her. they tried to make it clear they, in this episode had, that yeah. he cared about her. They had, a, they had like, he, he makes the, the thing, like, we were happy as we could be. And the thing is, so you'll I get mean, even, no. you'll get she a little bit madder. And he said to her, and he said to her, at least I get to mourn the people, I, the person I love, you don't. Yeah. Like, he said yeah. that to Rhaenyra. He's like, I get to mourn the person that I love, you don't. Talking about so, Harwin. But if she says, did you love her? And he says, we're happy as we was. That's not, I loved her. So the so you'll be even madder once I say this part. So in the books, Elena has a way bigger role. She's a she's a warrior. I mean, she she flies the most badass dragon. She's she's a warrior and shit like that. She um she she's a way bigger of a character, although not a spoken character necessarily in the book. But she she's out there and she has his respect. They kind of show it a little bit when they first introduce her as an adult, where she does the Jakaris and they're flying and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He does have respect for her. He does love her, but she does not compare at, to Rhaenyra's as, as, as you know like the way Targaryens. he loves yeah, yeah because they're Targaryens but also he has he has desired her the whole time but also this is also Targaryen culture right like you're raised at, with these ideas in your head so as mm-hmm. as very young ages these Targaryens are already fancying their intended siblings aunts and uncles cousins whatever like it's part of their culture so so he's wanted her pretty much forever and Mm -hmm. um and so when he meets when when it's decided that he's going to marry elena he like he's like if anybody if i could if i could if i have to marry anybody that and it's not renera 
uh, Rhaenyra's. No, Rhaenyra, yeah. Rhaenyra. Uh, it and it's Lena. not her. Then it, then at least it's this other person who I really respect. I wish you got to see more of that in her because also the way she dies in the books is a lot more heroic. I mean, I think the what they did on the show was was badass. Like no one's mm. gonna get me on a knife. I'm gonna go ahead and and. But um, she dies in battle in the books. So. By the way, she probably shouldn't have been flying a dragon in nine months in hindsight. <laughs> that that was what was so badass about her is because she also would strap the second she gave birth, she would strap those babies to her and get on her dragon and fly them. So like she has as a book character, she's a lot more full and it would have been nice to be able to see her do that. Uh, yeah. Because when from the from the engagement party episode, when she's the one who propositions Damon and stuff like that, I kind of thought, oh, they're gonna let her, they're gonna let her be a full badass and stuff like that. But you know, you don't really get to see it; you just get this hint, and then and then she's fucking gone. Um, so I agree that she should have had a little bit more respect. I also think that what they're doing makes sense in terms of the character. Like Damon, it, people want to love Damon because of who's playing him. I guess the people who are like care about doctor who or whatever the fuck but like he is supposed to be well hated he's a piece of fucking shit and yet people keep getting excited about him well they're making him a more in the show they're making him a, a little bit more complex of a character but they're trying to give you multiple sides of him i still think damon's terrible but like everyone's terrible so they're all terrible yeah. <laughs> damon has some qualities that you're like okay i see He's kind of because last episode, Damon was like, yeah, I'm not really trying to be in this mess. I Why can't we just live here? Why do we got to be in King's Land and dealing with all that mess? Why can't we just live here and live life? I don't want to go back to that. So like they're showing him that like he has some qualities to him. But ultimately, I think it's going to come out to be bad stuff. Well, this show makes me say things I never say in real life. But the only thing he did that really was bad to me was assault Rainier in that pillow house <laughs> like when she was a pillow teenager. house <laughs> yeah like if that was if he didn't do that and Rainier's I, mad at him yeah. Rainier's like you you abandoned me you should have fucked me right then it's basically what she said this episode yeah uh, but yeah, that's a very relatable thing when you're all hot and bothered for someone and they bounce boy or girl that yeah, is that's, true. that's a frustrating moment which makes sense why Rainier does what she does like you know what Okay, fine. So the the Crispin relationship is a lot different in the books as well because she's a child the entire time and she propositions him when she finally comes of age and he's like, I'm an honorable man. You need to back the fuck off. And because she's mad at hit at Crispin's rejection, he goes to the queen. It actually makes a little bit more sense the way they did it in the show because like that he goes to her, but given that he was willing to to slit his belly for his own dishonor, that it doesn't make sense that he's still with the queen. Like they they yeah. set up a character who's willing to kill himself to restore his honor, which I'm a Japanese, so this makes sense to me. Um, and then to get stopped because she that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, speaking so, of that, speaking of that, he's she uh Damon says something to her about like, I bet you Allison's happy about what happened to your lover or whatever. And then Renera's like, listen. Uh, I don't fuck with Allison, but yeah, I don't think she, she would that. kill him in cold murder, which she didn't. <laughs> but Rhaenyra's like, I don't think she'd do that. Like, go set that man's house on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and Damon's like, you never know what some people are capable of. Uh, basically, like, I killed my wife. You saw that shit. <laughs> people are capable of doing some wild shit yeah. when they have to do it, when they feel like they have to do it. But, but uh, also the thing with Allison is that she's 
passive. She's a definition of passive aggressive in the sense. Very like much what I, said, so. what I said before was, if she doesn't do something about Laris, she's allowing it, like she's giving him power. Yeah, because it's yeah. like it, it. And then we were talking about maybe she's scared, or whatever. She's clearly not. That nigga's on the boat with her, so she knows. Like she, she, she just doesn't want that bonnet detonate around her, basically. So yeah it's crazy that like the foreshadowing obviously the things they say are very relevant here um but like what damon says and what she says are basically like yeah this is exactly what's about to happen and i will concede that the scene on the beach and everything like the second half after having us watch people stare at each other and whisper for 20 minutes they make the next couple of events that maybe could span like weeks or even months feel like it happened in 30 minutes <laughs> like yeah. it goes by so fast after and then they basically fuck in the tent on a beach they're um, like under bones or something i feel like I, yeah I like it's like under dragon bones or something under the, yeah, or whale bones or something similar to the imagery of when he hid under those bones during the battle of um the stepstones to uh hide out until they oh yeah they look at you chanel look at you <laughs> so then they, then we get the amen and vagar scene this was really cool this uh, was fun. Like I yeah, wanted this, this in my life. Like mm. I want to be able to claim my dragon and have that moment too. I'm gonna be this girl. How you gonna take that black lady dragon? She oh my god! Here we yet. go. Here she we not, go. Her coffin, her coffin ain't even filled with water yet. You gonna take that lady? Dragon? Look, he ain't but this her. is the Vagar per- made the decision. Vagar was like, whatever. So yeah, so he says to like, because Vagar can make the choice. That's the thing about these mm-hmm. dragons. They they are sentient. They know what they're doing. So when when uh Eamon walks up and he's like, Daharis, that means serve. He's telling Vagar, serve me. And then Vagar's thinking about it. Vagar's like, mm, no, at first I... Vagar opened his mouth to burn him. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like yeah. he he's like, let's see if I can scare this little bitch. If he's a bitch, yeah. I'm not gonna serve. And so he lights up, right? And then because Eamon doesn't back down, that's a respect moment. So the next thing is, you know, serve and fly, serve and fly. Um <laughs> But Amon was bitching like two weeks ago, he was running from the crypt. So that's why I was like Well, yeah, he was running from sea smoke. But this, but you know, you know what this was like? This was like the uh West Coast, like the West Coast. Uh, black movies from the 90s where you got like an old uncle and the little and his nephew shows some heart and Vagar was like all right little g you got right, some heart yep that's basically what happened yeah got some heart you can right, he's basically like all right you you go ahead and climb up on me i'm gonna let you climb up on me i'm gonna do some tricks in the air and if you don't die i'm gonna be your drag it's basically a <laughs> mul- it's basically a multi-step test i think yes. because he does like Vagar goes wild up in the air for someone who's never flown before you know, he was really making sure you're going to, if you hold on, great. If not, because the dragons do not care about Kent, like you have to bond and, and the dragon needs to respect you. Otherwise they won't keep you going. And the dragon can ultimately lose respect for you over time too, and decide to gobble you up. Like even, even in the scene when Lena is requesting to be killed, Vagar thinks about it. Like Vagar's at first, like, Mm-mm, you're, you know, you and me are bonded. And then hearing the plea over and over again and understanding what's happening, Vagar decides to go ahead and light her up. Like they, what they're doing with these dragons when they get to actually have a personality this time around. Oh God, it's so fucking good. I love this shit. But mm-hmm. I think, um, I think what's great about that scene, you know, even the fact that he doesn't wait until you know she's cold essentially to to grab the the dragon. Because Lord Charles, to not- add to this big. 
My bad. That's, that's not quite what happens in the book, but it, it's laying the groundwork for what Amon's becoming. And I think the thing is, like within with all of our villains, they're they're always kind of a bitch for a while, right? Like they mm -hmm. have to be kind of a little bitch, and then ultimately something like shame or being offended or something like that has to trigger it. And I think for Eamon, it is so stressful that those bastard cousins of his have dragons and he mm -hmm. doesn't. And because he, he knows he's pure, you know, well, he's not pure because he's half yeah. uh, high tower, but he feels pure because he's got the white hair and all that other kind of stuff. Like everything. He's not a bastard, it. basically. He's not a bastard. He's a, he's a, you know, and what do they call him? Um, Trueborn, true or whatever. Born, yes, Trueborn. Um, you know, so like he he has all this stuff working for him, and the fact that he can't bond with it because Sea Smoke is gonna fucking is gonna fuck him up if it wasn't yeah. for all those other people there. Um, so it's pretty bold. Like I think they're doing, I think they're doing good things. Plus, you know, he's a second son, right? So second sons are always kind of like they got I have to do something big yeah. because my brother's gonna be king, or I have to do whatever. Um, so yeah, I think, I think they did a really good with like character development for Eamon with that scene with the dragon yes. like that. Well, I but, still yeah. wish that Vagar had sat in Shiva for a little bit longer. Vagar could have. And then also, I think that, um, the way that they're writing Amon is very much given, giving like Draco Malfoy, like that, that like bitchness and then the villainous, but like, like the bulliness, but obviously I like. I was a Draco stan, so that was different. But I just, you know, that that's kind of what it reminds me of. I, the longer hair and then these kids, the way they're, like, all surly. Did you just make black. a Harry Potter reference? Again? I'm going to continue to make Harry Potter references because that's <laughs> a big part of my personality. And you're going to have to read the books. Yeah, okay. That ain't happening. Sharina, you, what do you stand on the Harry of it all? Uh, She's a turf, and I don't care about her. No, no, I didn't. First of all, I didn't say the writer. I said the Harry, <laughs> the characters take on themselves. I They're never okay. cared. Like I watched the movies. I, it just didn't grab me. It wasn't enough to grab I me. That's right. That's right. But Tell then me. the more she showed her ass, the even harder it was for me to even come close Tell to her. it. Tell so her the about them so terrible books. My quick thing. See, that's what I'm saying. He's letting, he's using your thing to slip in his thing. <laughs> no, I'm not even talking about But I just want to say this. Rollins. I'm talking about it's the like, characters. It's like, the the only thing about that is if it was, it's kind of like if we found out that George R. R. Martin was, was, you know, slave owner, right? We Or slave trafficker. We would be like, oh, man. But some people would be, still be like, dang, but these it's characters live family. on. Yeah. yeah, just like, because at that point, you're like, okay, these are characters who have their whole thing and a whole lore and like it's like okay he gave it but what about this and so i i say that to say that's the i think that books can be when you can sort of put a slight tiny line between the art and the artist because you don't have to go buy a harry potter well i book think right it's now. different on when you got into it right it's right yeah. exactly. so like, if you like got into it would be books, too hard for me to get into it now because i know right. too much but if i got into it 10 years ago and I didn't know this shit I would be like yeah I mean those are my characters exactly and and exactly so for me it's like I don't even think about her when I think about Harry Potter like I literally I had forgotten that she wrote it and all that other stuff I it's think like about if I, Kanye wait, comes out with a new album I'm not listening to it but if All Falls Down comes on I'm gonna probably listen to the song no I think it's more specifically like I, I think literally think about who wait what's what's his name who Harry's name 
Who? Not Daniel Craig. What's the man's? What's the boy's name? Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. That's who I think of. I don't think about her. I think about the like. I think about Ron and Hermione. Wolverine. Yeah. So that. It, oh God, no! Please. Okay. Anyways, I can't. Getting, I can't this deal with that. Weird. I, I can't but, deal with that. Don't. don't but I'm just no. saying this to say that 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 took on a different thing. So it's like it's kind of like. No, okay, I was about to say Medea, but that's literally Tyler Perry. So it's like, it's just, but you see what I'm saying? It's like, so, oh, yeah. I, so I, that is literally I said it, Tyler Perry. I said it to say, <laughs> I'm anti JK, I'm anti all that rhetoric, but none of that rhetoric, maybe there's an analysis where that rhetoric is laced in the books, but I didn't see it. I, I think it, no, I think it is there. Um, I've heard some people talk about where it is, but, but I think you're right, where you access something is a thing. So, like, like for me, R. Kelly is easy for me to never pay attention to because he was singing about his crimes. And exactly. I, from, yeah, exactly. from 15 it, years it old, yeah. I was like, this, this fool is, there's something wrong with this dude. So I've always had that problem. Whereas, you know, like Brandon says, uh, Michael Jackson, I think he did that shit, but you put off the wall on, I lose my fucking mind. Because yeah, I don't think about it when I listen to his music because he's not talking I'm about that shit. so scared he's to not say talking this, about but that. I also think there's been a lot of yes this happened no i changed my mind yes we're in a relationship oh the fbi didn't find the proof like there's been so much equivocating with that case that it's that's the only one i'm like i just don't want to think about it the other ones are like they're here they're causing harm let's deplatform them i'm not buying another jk rowling book but i'm also not burning my harry potters and i also right, i get it and you're right. realize to me. she might get money when I watch the movies, which sucks. But I definitely Look, it's too hard. Her. It's too hard to avoid giving money to bad people. Yeah, because no, you're not trying. Like your cell phone bill, you're paying into a political campaigns so that you don't want to play into. Like, like it's just overlap. But with that like, said, if I had James Brown, I don't think about him beating his wife, even though I know he beat. He was a abuser, really bad. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's good to know. I, I'm taking off the iPod. But yeah, I would just, I'd wrap that up to say the Malfoys had the best wigs in the game. The, okay. Ma- the Malfoy wigs, I do recall. I'm talking about like solid. fresh press, like not a hair, not a strain out of place. They used to come in, and I remember the reason why this is at the risk of t- talking a little bit more about it. Like it was a coming of age to me. That was a crush for me. I had a crush on Tom, what's his name, who played that thing. Like I was like, 12 you. white boys. And it was just like, but I can't. Anti-black. That, that is. I knew you liked white boys. I knew it. I, I knew oh, it. That's such I'm a masculine looking white boy to me too. Like that I've, one doesn't work for me. Okay. So also, so now you need to know. Charmaine's very racist against white men. I, I'm, we, I'm pretty we, anti-white. Can everyone just take a pause? Hold on. She said Let's the same it. thing before we got on the show. Dead dead for anti-white. A she goes, Brandon, you're not anti-white. No, I'm a good person. I'm okay. So triggered right now. Okay. I'm simply sharing something about my childhood that I would like my yums not to be yucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that at the time was a crush for me. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that every boy who looks like that I like? No. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do I like gingers? Yes. Uh-huh. Do, I, do I go out of my Sorry, I just yucked your yum. I'm do sorry. I go out I'm out sorry. Way, do I go out of my way to date black men? Yes. That's it. Do, do, do we need to get into how black men pay me dust? No, we don't need to get into that right now. Do we get into how white men don't look at me either? Yeah, we don't have to get into none of that. We can just accept that Malfoy was iconic. Y'all just triggered a lot of stuff for me. And I was simply trying to break up that he reminds me of Jacob Malfoy. We got a lot of personal things out of that. Wow. 
Two, I'm on the. I'm on the. Just so anybody listening, I'm on the call. I'm on the podcast with two anti-white people. Just so I'm y'all not, know, I'm not fully anti-white. I'm just not attracted to white people. I have random white questions because I watched a lot of white TV and movies growing up. It was very like Brian so Mars. You can't tell me Logan Echoes wasn't something. Just so What's y'all know, Brandon's not anti-white. Who's that? Oh yeah, because you date white women. I definitely don't do that. <laughs> See, look how a rumor gets like, started. The immediate, like, don't, no, 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 don't put that on me. Don't put that evil look on me. Room, look I how a lie gets started around the world. I don't wear white face like one of my co-hosts. I do not do white face. I dress up as Joker or Joker iterations for cosplay purposes. That is not the same motherfucking thing. It's okay. And also, whose who feelings are hurt by white face? I'm saying it's not the same impact. It's like calling a white person cracker. They're not going to be horrified by being called cracker. See? Like, y- y'all see? <laughs> see? I would just say this. It's okay for black women to have contradictions within their philosophy. It's okay if I'm mm-hmm. anti-white and I had a crush on white boys. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. And let's move on. I'm sure it is. So From then we get to the Sarah's room. Uh, oh, actually, no. It did, uh, no, I forgot. I, I jumped too far ahead. Eamon was riding uh, Vagar yes, like a never-ending story. Like a thief he, in the night, yep. He was riding him like it was a never-ending story. And, uh, this is another character moment, too. Bela and Reyna see him out the window, and they jealous. Reyna, they're not jealous. They're like, somebody stole my dragon. What my the? mom's dragon, no, yeah. No, see, y'all missing the context. Hey, y'all, somebody that came y'all in the missing, house and got the dragon. Y'all, y'all missing the context. Reyna is Amon because she ain't got no dragon. Remember, she was sitting in front of the fucking fireplace yeah. last yeah. episode holding that egg for eight years. Yeah. Right. Her mom was like, a, bro, it's been eight years. Let the egg go. Right. She, she just wanted to have time to claim her mother's dragon, but she didn't get that time. And but she Amen, was actually mourning. Like, she was like, mourning. Like, that would have been wild for her yeah. to say. <laughs> hey, what did her mama say? Sometimes you got to go out there and take it. Wait, yeah. hold up. But she does that and she goes, hold on. Is dragon free now? Like mm-hmm. she's not gonna do That's that. Right. In the middle. That's right. That's what she yeah. should have did. But this is like such a character moment for Amon too, right? Like he says, if if it was yours to claim, you should have claimed it. That's right. I, I can, can. Is he wrong? He's not wrong. Is he wrong? He's not. And he's honestly, not wrong. her mother would have respected her grabbing the dragon right away. Her mother would have respected that. That's how them dragon riders be. He's not. He's not wrong in that. I mean, he's no, wrong. I, He's not wrong in that sense. So here's why he's wrong. He's wrong because he did it in the middle of the night and when no one else could have done it. So if he had, like, I'm sure there's a rule somewhere in some bylaws that say that, like, you can mourn. Like, there, it just has to be. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no, because I think that if he had done it, if he had said, if, if she was going to do it, he said, halt, and jumped in front of her and did it, we'd be like, oh, damn. But you got to remember, she died in Pentos. So they had to sail all. The, they had to get all the way back to Driftmark for the funeral. So she had some days, weeks Dog, to run up on Vagar. If you well, also Vagar dr- disappeared though. Yeah, I thought uh, so. If if you're driving to the burial plot, going, damn, did mom have them that really nice jewelry? Like you're not thinking about your inheritance on the way to more. <laughs> yes, but those are the people who don't exactly. It's, it's an Amon. Those are Amons. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. So that's all I'm saying. Like he, it's one of those things where it's like, like 
damn you file me it's like we don't count files like that's basically what's happening yeah well when when lena die well any when any dragon rider dies the dragon goes into mourning so vagar disappears for a while and they don't know where vagar is me- nesting so they're still one they say like they think she returned or to driftmark but could have returned to king's landing um and just is up in the mountain somewhere they don't know sure. so in the show it does it looks like they do know but the question is probably that she was she died and vagar bounced ended up in dragon mark or uh, drift mark because that's um the you know that's their home where they bonded mm-hmm. and so he, he she's probably there to mourn and she's nesting not too far away from the castle where she can also eat and, and stuff like that and then um because because they what they don't show vagar they show vagar shadow Flying. flying over the cl- clouds and mm-hmm. that's what makes Amon pay attention so i mean in that respect Amon was he was he was being a detective he paid attention he saw that he saw he saw that vagar was there and he kept his eye out until he found vagar whereas the daughters were probably more consumed with their mourning to be worried about they just figured they probably had time well you snooze you lose no he's a white white what's the word they used to use manifest destiny is not going to work here and <laughs> i just think honestly Spiders like keepers rules. when we think about it it's like all of the high towers are plotters and all the targaryens are like huh i think i like that i'll do that today like they're all spontaneous but like um targaryens always expect the best thing to happen because yeah. they're targaryens but they're, they're also impulsive i feel like in this iteration and so i guess i'm just mm-hmm. saying like that's kind of that looks at all the conflicts we see like like we like you said allison's been plotting the whole time whole time and rainier is like la 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 oh i want to have sex with him like you know it's just yeah. these different things so so that plays out he goes out and like we said he like you said never-ending story he has a successful ride i'm mad the whole time he lands <laughs> And like you said, the the girls were watching because they were like some. They thought some. They didn't know it was him. They were like somebody stole our dragon. So they go and get Jason. Then which I, if they I, why didn't they grab an adult? I don't understand why didn't they get their dad? But they go and grab Jason Luke, and they're like, "Come on, somebody stole." You know, I'm like, "Oh, kid adventure, Goonies." They run out. I think the kids were all sleeping close by. Right. No, I mean, it makes sense, but I'm just like, if only, you know, adult witness. So they all sneak out. So now all the kids besides Amon, who's Aegon, who's drunk off his head, he's knocked out snoring, um, are there. And Amon just comes off the dragon like, dirt dirt, dust off your shoulder. He's like, he's feeling himself. And she's like, (gasps) Rain is like, you stole my mama dragon. That was my dragon. And then, as you said, he's like, finders keepers. It's my dragon now. That's Shouldn't right. Okay. Anyway. Show some respect. So, so <laughs> then they're like, who hits first? Um, Can you play the scene? One of the girls runs towards him and he pushes her. And then the second girl throws the punch. Yes. And lands yeah. a really so good, he got, clean punch. So he got ambushed by these four kids. No, he didn't Look get you standing for Amon. He got ambushed he by these four ambushed. kids. He got he stole oh, something he and when he came home, they was waiting for him with a bat. He still so he got earned, ambushed. The thing is, he earned Vagar. He earned Vagar. I, I hate to say I still dra- think he's he's dirty, he but he did front, earn he stood Vagar. Stood in front of the biggest dragon he earned, in the world. He earned Vagar behind their backs, them not understanding because he did it in the dead of the night like a thief. 
they were just thinking they were defending something. It's usually a singular moment. It's not usually, sometimes it's in the dragon pit, but Janelle, usually no, it's understand. encountering one. Danelle is anti anything with Allison blood in it. Mm -hmm. So these kids got Allison blood running through them. No, they're shitty kids. Is, they're all no, shitty. No, what I'm saying is this. I don't think they're really that shitty. I think what happens is they're like, this is my mom's dragon. Whether he was right. Okay, sure, he jumped in, but they're like, bro oh, yeah us, those kids aren't shitty but they're like between us what the hell like i was is my mom's friend like chill and he's like oh whatever haha ha. he's doing his bully thing so my point is that he now has all four the younger girl the younger kids and these two black girls let's be honest he don't really respect and it's like he's like oh he's basically grandstanding to these two girls who have nothing to do with the bullying he's experienced by the way so they're not a part of what his brother's been doing and so they're going to bear the brunt of it that's what bothered me the most is that yeah. like the four youngest smallest kids who aren't fully trained to fight yet two of them are in mourning he's now talking big shit to them so which is shit. the most white boy thing to do exactly and, and my I, thing do is think, this, like, I think just sarah's is the same age as him though Right? Isn't just Sarah's the same age as him? I think the rest of them are younger. R roughly they are. Um, and and the thing is, at this point, there's only two family members that aren't dragon riders, and that yeah. is Amon and Reina. Uh, Reina. Yeah. yeah, I just I'm I'm not saying I don't get what he did. What I'm saying is that he also could have been like, damn, because I did take your dragon, but I need a dragon. Like, obviously oh, no. he's not gonna you're do right. that. This you're right about that. He was taught he just conquered the biggest dragon in the world. Like you would 12. be puffing up your chest so hard because you're talking about a 180 year old dragon that has all this mystique in history. And if you are bad enough, badass enough to claim it, you have you basically have hierarchically surpassed everybody in your family. Yeah, that makes sense for them. But I would want my own dragon. Not but, somebody well, that another that a cousin had claim on. But it wasn't anyone's dragon. It was, but she yeah. had a claim on it. No, no she, doesn't. she doesn't. That's not how it works. It was Lena's you, you dragon. Have to, you have was to quell dragon. the dragon. Yeah. You basically have to enslave it to a degree. No, up. I know what y'all are saying. No, what I'm saying is that the reason why she said, bro, you took my mama's dragon. I was going to lay claim to that dragon is because that would make sense the same way that like she has a dragon egg and nobody's going to come and take that dragon egg from her unless they pry it out of her hands, right? So all I'm saying is it made sense that, her, that she would try. So I'm just saying I understand what he's saying and I understand these kids are like, they don't care that he just did that. They feel violated and they're like, yeah. bro, what are you doing? And That's so they I'm jumped saying. him. Four of them came there with a knife. Everybody's emotions make sense. I don't think he came with a knife with intent a, to harm. I think he just carries a oh, knife. Oh, oh yeah. He just he just he was sleeping they with his knife. They didn't know who was on the dragon. Based he, on the scene, they so didn't he know that came, was him. They came to jump whoever had the dragon with a knife. They had a knife. You never you never had keys on you? You never had an ink pen on you? I got, yeah. He was sleeping. They woke him up. You never had gum in your pocket? So they, no, it, it makes sense that he would grab a weapon while they're yes. running, but it's not like he knows that it's specifically Amon no, and him and Amon. She said, she said somebody stole the dragon. He said, word. Let me so get my knife. Exactly. He's a yes. bottom bitch. So, he was he so was riding for his cousins. So they came to jump whoever stole the dragon with a knife, right? Right. And then Amon okay. made it worse, but no, it, he had a knife just in case because they don't okay. know what type of nigga is dra grabbing dragons in the middle of the night. So then when Amon comes in like an asshole, they don't pull the, you as you notice, he didn't really pull the knife until Amon was basically like, I'm about to kill somebody with a rock to the head. It's pretty well, he pulled crazy the knife that they earlier. don't That's already when he sliced assume him. him. 
Can you play it real quick? He pulled. They pulled the knife early. Yeah, I got it. Because I so want to see. We it. can see. He pulls it after Amon hits one of the girl or hits first. Yeah, like it gets wild. But Amon first. doesn't hit first. Amon gets no. Hit the girl first. hits, and then he he. I mean, yeah, he pushes Amon... the one girl. He hits another after he so gets here's hit. The thing. Hold on. That's when he pulls the knife. So Brandon is pro Monique from Real Housewives of Potomac. So you're not gonna <laughs> tell me. I don't know what that he means. He didn't talk shit that was supposed to get him hit. There's a such thing as fighting words. So yeah. I'm going to say that even when the kids threw the first punch, he was talking shit. That's I don't think you're going to be able to see it. I think yeah, everybody okay. did what they what they were supposed to do. Yeah, you're not going to be able to see it. Because on Zoom, they block it out. Oh, that sucks. They, like, HBO Max. Let me can see I if I can find the scene. Yeah. The Dragon Kids. Oh, you're going to pull up? Yeah, I just on YouTube. That, um, so input basically long story short, Real Housewives of Potomac, there was a there's a girl on there who talks shit all day, like goes low, will say stuff about your mama, just whatever. But she's she grew up privileged. She's black, she grew up privileged, and she's like you can tell she's never fought actually fought before. So basically she kept talking shit to Can y'all see this? Yeah. She yeah. kept okay. talking shit to somebody who used to be her friend. And then the girl was like, What? And she kinda swung on her. And it was like this big Basically, they kicked her off the show, but a lot of the women were like, oh, we're too classy. We don't do that. And it was a lot of people online like um, where I'm from. If you're talking enough stuff, you know, a fight's going to commence because you're talking fighting words. So that's what I'm referring to. All right, here we go. It's him. It's me. Vega is my mother's dragon. Your mother's dead. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. about She's mine's clay. Oh. Then you should have claimed her. Maybe your cousins can Next. find you a pig to ride. It would suit you. See, they don't have nothing to do with the pig stuff. They don't have anything to do with the pig stuff, so he's taking it out on them. They ain't got to attack him. He was just talking shit. But what he's, he's doing there is he just claimed the most badass dragon so he can say whatever the fuck he wants. That's what he's doing there. But he said, your mama's dead. He said, <laughs> oh, it. snooze, you lose. And then he goes, why don't you get a pig? They don't know what the pig thing means. They're like, who is this nigga? So they run up, get done up. Come on, man, get I'll feed you to my dragon. See, he's doing too much there. So is he not getting jumped by four people? No, because one person pushed him. He pushed her back. She separately punched him. He punched her back. And then he said, I'm going to kill you. Yep. Bruh. He said, I should. He's No, that's not what he said. He said, he I'm going to get you killed. I'm going to execute you with a dragon. No, he said, if you run up on me again, I'm going to feed you to my dragon. We fight. Why are you bringing a gun to a fist fight? Oh, why you got a knife to a fist fight? Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. That's They didn't know it was a fist I'm, fight. You, okay. You, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm not going to you. Play. So it's punching uh, first. He's, he's fucking them all up. Well, because they're coming one at a time, like video game villains. <laughs> He's still not getting jumped. Now this is when they jumped to this because I was in my house like, boom. So you're rooting Ooh, on trick. you're rooting on the four on one. I see. I see where in I see this your particular morals. case, yes. I see y'all morals. I see y'all morals. Please. The dude, the so dude conquers. He conquers the oldest yeah, dragon in the world. He conquers the oldest dragon in the world. He comes in. He gets. He talks a little bit of shit. I agree. I'll admit that he gets attacked by one of them. Then the other he didn't three. talk a little. Listen, let's stop here. Stop acting Thank a fool. You. you know 100% that there is talking shit and then there is your mama's dead. And the, that's an escalation. Your mama's that dead. is a you fucking escalation. You should have got up and got the dragon and you know, why you crying over that black lady? Is dead. 
He was using it that doesn't matter that Brandon, it's facts. We're not going to do this. He it doesn't saying, matter that it's facts. It's he was still an escalation. Saying, he was saying, I wouldn't have took that dragon if your mom was still alive, but she happened to be gone. That's not what he said. He so said, I, I don't give a fuck your mom's gone. Because that's not how the Get dragon claim works. You don't you don't swap dragons with, exactly. with Bond. Right. He, so he doesn't have to say some shit like that. You know in your heart that your mama's dead is fighting words, no matter if your mom is actually dead or not. Okay, that's fair. So then it should have been a one-on-one also fight. Fact, no, though, it should have been a one-on-one fight. You should have claimed it. it should have been one fight, but he actually is trained by the King's Guard. They put an extra work in him to be like he's getting trained to be a knight. He's advanced. These are little girls who are not there. Like she got a nice shot, but after that, he's fighting. So what did John like, no, Witherspoon say on Friday? What did he say on Friday? Chanel? Exactly. He definitely said, "Don't bring no gun to a knife fight. Don't bring no fire to bring a, a to dragon a to a fist fight." That's fucked so up. So do you not think though that like that him? So first of all, he sees four. He doesn't back down. He's talking shit. He threatens to kill one of them, dead ass. And then he, so they are all like, okay, we gotta jump you together because you fighting us individually. He like, is he, also a prince in in a way that's different than the the brown headed princes. He, you know, he's he's essentially third in line to the throne. And yeah, but so Jaceres is closer. Yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. Mean third or fourth? Well, I guess it depends on on how you look at it. With with Rhaenyra's being heir, the brothers were in line until she had kids, so they do fall further down. Yeah, that's true. Yes, but he's is still the, the son of the king, so he can yes. talk shit and back it up in a way that the other two boys can't quite do yet. They will eventually, but they can't yet. Right, but he wasn't even what happened. What? But to be clear. He was talking shit to the girls who he's in their home where they are the ladies of this manor. Yeah. They actually, they literally are like at this point, their mother's done, but he's in their home. Um, they're in mourning and they're not like peons either. Like, you know, they're. But he they're, will take precedent everywhere. Sure. He goes. But I'm saying that these aren't common folk where it's like, like they don't see themselves that way. So no. I understand that he sees. But he did that just way. conquer the biggest dragon in the world. So you're going right, to be so sticking your chest out. But yeah. this is a clear case of like, poor communication because he's on a different wave than they are. They're in shock that this just happened. He's riding a high and feeling he's, himself. Yeah, he's being an right. asshole. So then they, so he directs it at the girls and the girls are like, oh, fuck that. And they fight. And then the boys just jump in because they see that he's punching Their girls girl square in the face. Not to say they didn't punch her first, but it just, as you know, I don't like seeing violence against black women. I, I agree. don't mind it, Brandon. So What you mean ooh. I don't mind it? <laughs> <laughs> I said that we can all admit Eamon is an asshole, yes. but an asshole does not mean I need to get a four on one beat down. But it also okay. doesn't mean that you need to threaten to bring your, your biggest baddest he dragon. Did, against... so you're, 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 so what did he, he say? Said, he said, I'll feed if you, you to he my said, dragon. If you run up on me again, it's a, it's a future. But fighting. We started, he, they punch, he punched back. Now if we're fighting. Me, if me and you get in a fight and I mm -hmm. win and I say, listen, don't come at me again, or it's going to be worse. No, that's if me normal. and you start a fight, and I push, and you push, and then you say I'm about to kill you off the second push, no, that's escalating. He didn't say I'm about to kill you. He said if you come at me again. It, right. So if we're in the middle of a fight, and you say if you continue this fight, I'm going to kill you. He, he said we can push, and it's over. All this seems very typical fighting. Like this seems said, to be like he basically how said he basically said I already knocked you down. It's over. Let it go. I got your dragon. And if you come up on me again, it's going to be problems. Yeah, and then she decided to come winner. up on him again. Yep. So which again, know. that seems like a normal reaction. Everybody acted normal here. 
It's just Listen, that it's a crazy escalation. So, Chanel, so keep, Chanel's but, from Detroit. Charmaine's from Long from Beach. Long I'm Beach. from Baltimore. In those cities, people people get into fights, and they say, "Don't come at did. me again, or it's going to be problems." Mm-hmm. And then if they come at them again, there's usually problems. problems. But do, by problems, do they literally mean homicide? Uh, in those cities, yes. And with your cousin. Yeah, I mean, because they don't they don't have love for each other. Okay, they, they, I mean, okay, they, I want to finish this scene though because I they feel don't like, have love let's for finish each the other. Scene. So they're getting so they beat them down, but they made a rookie mistake. Somebody was by the feet. That's the problem. So he's getting the shit beat out of him. So he's trying to Good protect himself at this point. <laughs> he gets he's a little badass. He, he he got all of them. Now he's choking one. The littlest one too. So th- and this is screaming what I mean. in flames just as your father did. This is why he deserves the stab. So that's my point. He's the one talk. He's the one who actually would kill one of these kids right now. None of them had an intention to kill him. They just wanted to fight. Let they the just want to DS fight yeah. to a de-escalation. He's point. threatening. Like now, he's actually threatening death. He put the rock down though. Only but because he thinks it's funny about what's happening. I mean, oh, hold on, hold on. Listen, are he y'all thinks saying, this moment is funny right now. That's why he puts the rock down. Are y'all saying if you're getting jumped four on one, you can't pick up a rock to protect yourself? That's I'm what not saying. saying that. I'm not I'm saying, saying that. that if you want to de-escalate, you will try to de-escalate. How you de-escalate when it's four on you one? You run. You run. You see four niggas coming at you. You run. I'm not fighting. He could just run back to his dragon, That's and then they he wouldn't do follow a lot of him. Stuff. He could call for the Kingsguard to leave and let them him. chase him. That's what I'm saying, but he didn't do that. He wants to fight them. Like that's, that's right. That right. So my point is though is that like then fight it out. Fight it until one of y'all say, All right, we gotta all right, quit playing, quit playing. Yeah, but you y'all know? want him to be nice to them. Y'all like well, no, he's, I, he's I'm not saying, saying, I'm just saying that he was threatening. I'm not saying he was escalating it each time. That's on um, that's really I don't even You've think never seen somebody be in a fight and be like, I'm gonna kill you. I feel like that happens in every fight. That's what I'm saying. Everybody acted in the every way fight. I expect fights. None of this surprises. None of this is it's like just okay, kids nobody acts like this. Yes. Oh, I think. Okay. So anyway, so what happens after this, though, what I think where I wanted to break it down and see it again was because I feel very much like Amon escalated things because, like you said, he was feeling himself. But I also think that Amon like showed a disregard for them that they were not on that type of time and then also i think we broke it down because you you talked about the knife but i was saying that here comes the not, knife right but i was saying the knife did not come out until there was a there was like a threat the raising the the have choking somebody with one hand or raising the rock with the, another is a threat that a knife would be a response that was after he got jumped four on one <laughs> after he got banked uh all okay. of this makes sense to me so then it is knife is out. But again, oh, he's not, he's really not trying to kill him. At he's just this point, slicing li- him with a knife. Listen, he had a rock to his brother. Oh, a rock versus a knife. Got it. No, but that was a murderous rock. That was, I'm about to hit yeah. this fool in the head with this rock. Yeah. That was, there was murderous was intent in that thing. Yeah, but so then in he put this the case, rock down. Even though, yes, he got called a bastard and shit like that. What he's fighting here is the protection of his brother in that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all anyway, of this makes sense to me. This is all natural ways that a big fight like this would happen. I love that the YouTube says kids fighting. 
Uh, Game of House of Three Dragons. Anyway, I just wanted to see how the knife came out. Yeah, all of it makes sense to me. Now he's then you gotta go back out with the rock again. Little See? Luke is a bad. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna this happens by, differently in the book. I'm gonna just wrap it up by saying that there was chances to walk away. That's all. There were chances to walk away. <laughs> all right, let's move this a little bit faster because I know Charmaine might have to go soon. So basically, they fight. Uh, y'all defend. Y'all defend the four on one attack. You know, I I'm pro one on one. I fights. love how aggressively passive y'all are. I'm pro one on one fights. Okay. Um, so then they 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 the king's guard comes in breaks it up viserys is in there being a whole what are y'all doing like he's just you know the yeah, old so now it's like everybody that woke up they got a crowd of people and everybody in that real this is this is what remember how we talked about like those stairs i knew they was leading up to something i feel like this was it allison Not runs up fight. on Aegon. is like yeah where were you bro you supposed to be the oldest like what the hell where the hell what the hell was you doing he like in uh, his cups uh, he, he was dropped. deep in his cups. Horlis busted the door, like, yo, what my what happened to my daughters? He runs He's also up in like, there. why is everybody in my house in my main room? <laughs> and I'm the like, last one. Why y'all in my kitchen? <laughs> we didn't clean up. Why is y'all in the fridge? That's basically what comes in, like, yo, what happened? He runs up on uh Jace and he got a bloody nose. He's like, oh my god, I got a bloody nose. And Allison's like, a bloody nose? My baby don't got no eye. What are you talking about? And she's like, and Jace goes, he called us bastards. And I'm like, I tried to tell you that shit is a big deal. And this is how you know it's a big deal, because they got so mad that they sliced the dude's eye open because he called them bastards. So it's not like this thing that you could just ignore. And then Viserys... Also, you're talking about, you're accusing the the heir to the throne of being an infidel. Like, that's Mm -hmm. wild. And so Viserys is like, who told you that? Who who told you they was bastards? Who told you this lie? I love this. And everybody's looking at this old man like, bruh, like everybody knows. What are we talking about? And the he's like, who told you this room. lie? But there's a moment where he's he's making Amon say something. Amon is looking at Allison as if he wants to say, you know, my mama been saying this shit all day and all night, right? Yeah. Like she called people on the phone, tell grandma. But then he throws Amon in it. Amon was like, how did I? Now how did I? I know Amon was like me. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Viserys so runs up on Aegon and he's like, look, dad, like, what are we doing? This is a great <laughs> moment for Aegon, actually. This everybody is probably the most respect shit. I have for him. <laughs> he's like, everybody knows this shit. What are we, what are we talking about? And then Viserys is like, uh, he, he said, it was funny, he said, where did you hear such calum, what do you say, calumnies? Calumnies. And then Viserys is like, this infighter must cease. Make your apologies. Be out. Be gone with this shit. And Allison's like, apologies? Your son got one eye. What are you talking about? Apologies. Like, there needs to be some repercussions. And Viserys is like, what you want me to do? I can't make his eye come back. And Allison's like, do you know what world we're in? Like, this is Westeros, Viserys. What are we talking about? I want an eye for an eye. This is why Allison is way more trash than Renera because she is talking about in not the heat of battle, take a child's eye, a seven-year-old's eye out of his head in retribution to my kid who just so happens to be 
one of the princes also. And then she mm-hmm. tries to say, he's your blood. How can you not want retribution against his also blood? Like yeah. everybody here, everybody in the scenario is his blood. So yeah. this is I, wild. I've, it's very wild. It also shows that like she's on some dip. She's evil stepmother. It also shows that like, I think Viserys actually is like, look, in order to love all y'all, I just got to wipe the slate clean every time. Because there's really, from, yeah, yeah, there's no way. But Allison is doing these things that's very frustrating to me, which is acting like she doesn't know her kids. She does know how her kids are. You yeah. know your child was on some shit. You know yeah. he, he like, he wasn't just. Oh, so he deserved it? Yes. And oh, so okay. anyway, so anyway, she knows that about him because she knows that Aegon, you know, she knows Aegon bullies. She knows all these things. But she's willing to look past that to say, like, no, if somebody does something to me, it needs to be retributed. And Rhaenyra's like, can we just go to sleep? At like, this point, just- she's acting like yeah, of it's course so Rhaenyra- much more disrespectful for her kid to get hurt than to even accept the fact that other kids were hurt originally. Harmed by her child, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Am I like in a, 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 a like, bizarro world? Don't Chase- act all sanctimonious about Chase this. Chase got his nose busted. Eamon lost an eye. What are we talking about? These are not equal. But acts. you don't just stab a kid in the eye after the fact. That doesn't make sense. No, but y'all are like, well, y'all are acting like y'all are you you were like Allison is acting like everybody didn't get hurt. Like this is just as her own kid. Got I'm hurt. not saying I'm not making that like, claim. Do not put that worse. on me. I did not make that claim. What mm. I'm saying is that Allison is worse because what she's asking for is a kid to lose his eye not in the heat of battle just so she feels better just so that she feels better even though it's not going to make the situation better at the end of the day you still have an infighting in their family that is so strong that you'll not repair this damage people will have to die for this for for things to calm the fuck down somebody gotta go and I you're also, not just talking about any fight. You're talking about a seven-year-old, the youngest kid in that room. And you're like, yeah, go ahead and stab him. In. A grown man, Sir Kristen, go yeah, stab Sir Kristen, that child in the eye. That's, That's right. some fuck I think shit. It, yeah, I think it's just like, it is okay to, it's natural to be upset. It is. Absolutely. But she is making it seem like these are rogue people. She doesn't know who attacked her son versus like, all these different emotions versus the idea of like no so I, I'm not I don't have kids so I can't say it, but like I do feel like if you know your kids are assholes <laughs> then you can't be like why would y'all do this to my baby y'all hurt my you'd be See? like okay what happened See? like okay. I think that's a very parent what, thing what to she, do what she yeah and she, but she's not willing to dig into what happened she just wants she just wants them to be respected as princes but has no no respect both it goes both ways yeah that's the most karen ass thing to do that is white lady entitlement i feel like she's mad that her kid's eye is gone right but she's mad his eye is gone because she feels like they're princes and they shouldn't be treated that way so therefore the other princes are also protected and your problem needs to be with all these rules well she also feels like viserys is not is taking rhaenyra's side when rhaenyra essentially caused a lot of this shit but viserys could also have been like you you called the heir a bastard you're banished you're yeah. dealing with it she could have she could have he could have taken down everybody who said that well yeah he weak. did say if anybody calls them bastards i'm gonna take oh, their tongue, tongue out. out so he knew so he could have went to aegon and Aemon and said your tongue's out right now he didn't do that so i'm saying yeah. like he really is overlooking all the foolishness even though somebody now has a scar like there's okay they lost the eyes well i'm not trying to downplay that but 
I just feel that he is actually trying to keep the peace. I agree. Because she's at Allison is acting like because these boys are bastards, it's it it doesn't matter what happens to them. But right. because her princes are true born. Or as if her son can have provoked them to harm him. Like that's all I'm saying. This yeah. is they why I'm not on the... Allison's side. But yeah. I'm also saying Allison is acting that way because her son lost an eye. Like we gotta well, act. No like... one's saying she's not. <laughs> Like she, her son lost an eye. If her son just had a busted nose, I don't think she would have took the knife to stab Renera. He lost an eye because she's so sanctimonious at this point. She thinks everything is a slight. She's out there thinking that Renera is constantly plotting against her when she's not thinking about her except for in a protection way. Now, now she's aware of her and being like, "Okay, I need to be guarded about this woman." But, but. Allison is thinking she's plotting actively against her and she don't care about her that yeah. way. Like, I think the best way to explain like real quick is, is this idea of like, so say if it was a Amon, I'm making this up. It was Amon trying to like sexually assault one of the girls and they cut his eye out in defense. Allison would still be like, his eye's gone. I don't care what happened. I don't care what he was doing. Take her eye out. And she'd be like, well, yeah. he came at me. So that's what I'm saying. She would yeah. defend him no matter what he was no matter doing. What. Knowing the type of person he is that like he might have provoked. I don't think, and also knowing that they did not intend to cut this man's eye out when they went to confront him about the dragon. It just escalated. Yeah. So obviously she should be upset, but she should not be cut in, in cold blood, like you're a saying, seven cut this year. seven-year-old's eye out right now so I can go to sleep tonight and cause more harm. Yes, that's why she's a villain. I'm exactly. a with y'all. Okay, we're good, we're good. We're good. I'm with y'all. I'm just saying her son's eye did get cut out. But no yeah. one's arguing that a mother can't be upset about some shit. No one's saying that. Everybody, so she says some, say some wild shit. I'm not what going, happens is she takes, she takes everything too far. So then she then, grabs Viserys' blade and she runs up on Allison. I mean, on Vernera. And then Sir Kristen tries to jump in and Damon stops him, which I you thought like, was interesting. That. Uh-uh. I love that. Oh, wait, by the way, because Damon's just lurking the whole time, leaning. And in the after show, Matt Smith is like, I think Damon's a leaner. He likes to yeah. lean and observe. I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's so funny. No, but everybody stops somebody significant, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody gets stopped to let this happen. Good defense. Yeah. Um, and and uh, it gives... Because this is where the the line between the blacks and the greens really get drawn, right? You mm-hmm. have to decide. Oh, so I don't know if that's clear in the show, but it isn't clear in the books. You call the greens the high towers, and you call the blacks the the Targaryens, and so where people is, will where say, does the "Black come from from Targaryens? Uh, the Targaryens wear black, because, and the high towers wear green." But but the high towers wear green because of the the family color the family oh crest not because of the, the tower okay no 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 yeah so okay. it's just the family crest is green and so they and the, okay. so they call them the greens and that's why that's you know she allison they wore the green the dress red, and she really only wears green now so you'll see that going forward you'll never see allison in anything but green because she's showing the world i'm not a targaryen i'm a i'm a howtire whereas rhaenyra hasn't started wearing the family colors yet because she hasn't come into her, she hasn't ascended. But I think what we're going to see is she probably will. I don't know what they're going to do in the in the movie uh, or in the show because they they don't really openly talk about this in the books. But 
um, she'll probably don it because at this because she mentions it to to um, Damon. She said she's like, I can't do this with the greens anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so at, in this room, this fight is going to de- to de- make people decide, are you team black or are you team green? They even shot and, it that way at the end with people yeah. standing behind Allison's people standing behind her. Yeah. So you can see it line up. And and I think everybody stopped somebody significant to let this happen, because at the end of the day, it's these two women that are the reason why um, we're going to have this big fight and i think renera did something that was very strategic she allowed herself to be harmed so that everybody can see allison for what she is that being said no one really knows what what renera is yet like they haven't gotten a chance to see her yet but she she's very strategic in what she did in this moment and um like it's not quite the way it was in the book but it's so like i'm so i'm in i'm like waiting to see what happens next because I, i really like what they did here yeah, speaking of that, because I want to get through the rest before Charmaine's got to go. I got a quick scene. You've gone too far. I was quite done, but what was expected of me? Forever upholding the kingdom, the family, the law. That's what she's mad about. Will you flout it all to do as you please? Alicent, let her go! Where is duty? Where is sacrifice? It's trampled under your pretty foot again. Release the blade, Alicent. And now you take my son's fight. And to even that, you feel entitled. Exhausting, wasn't it? Hiding beneath the cloak of your own righteousness. But now they see you as you are. They're both right. They both. Renera is a spoiled brat who doesn't. Who Renera is a spoiled brat who claims to want the heir but doesn't want to do anything that has to come with being the heir and being in charge. She doesn't want to get married. She ain't want to have kids. She don't want to do this. She don't want to do that. She's having bastards. She's she's causing a whole bunch of trouble knowing that she got bastards and making people deny it that the choice that she made. She doesn't give a fuck and she's falling into everybody's cost. face. She can't, she, can't, she can't act any different. Like, this is the tale of the air. Like, this is every major story that we have that involves the air has a version of this, right? The reluctant heir to the throne. The person mm-hmm. who doesn't really want it but knows that they're actually probably the better choice because if the other party gets it, it's going to be wild. And so she she's in that situation. She's just the reluctant heir that being said i think she has tried to do what she needed to do it just wasn't working out and so she had to do the best thing she could do is she ended up having kids they just not you know they're not purebred and she can't admit anything she has to double down on the exactly. on the lie that that is a well, you're I think stuck that, i think renera didn't want to get married the same way y'all say Allison didn't want to get married but they both got married you know so it's like I think you can say want to versus like what has she done and I think that she did try to have sex with her gay husband she did try to have kids and then it didn't work out so the question was does she not have kids and not produce an heir and not like could she have done that sure but Allison was following all the rules because of Allison like Allison trapped herself in this idea because she was yeah. involving herself and stuff. Yeah. So and I think that's, that's what she's mad about is yeah. that, is that Renera allowed herself to be freer and Allison is envious, envious right. of that. Yes. But at the end of the day, she could have exactly. done it. The only thing is that and it's she easier for Renera to do right. it yeah. because Renera is the heir to the throne. Like she's the right. king's kid. She can get away with more than Allison ever yes. could. That's but exactly as we said Allison, before though, Allison did not take her as an ally and try to siphon off some of that freedom and take advantage of it either so i just think that like it could have allison made her that made her an enemy 
on her, based off of her own like, choices. I did my duty and I did what I had to do, and you don't give a fuck, and everybody treats you great, and I'm jealous. Which she yeah. is. She's a hate. Right. She's just but a little bitch. I'm move. mad at myself, is what she should be saying. She's mad at so herself. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens. And then, like you said, she. I'm like, is Rhaenyra going to be okay? She slit her wrist. That's I'm a like, na- And, like, these maesters do not know how to sew up fucking. Just like, st- like, those are some ugly stitch, ass. Zip yeah. Stitch, yeah. They're like, but it's Valerian still don't know infections. Be- I'm like, mm, I'm not sure. Yeah, so she gets, clean. she gets. Well, before stitching. that, Otto comes to talk to Allison. And Allison's like, I, you know, I. Oh wait, up. but you have to, you have to give Eamon credit for his line. That was another bomb oh, yeah. ass fucking line. He says, "It was an even trade. I, I may have lost an eye, but I gained a dragon. Like that's fucking, like that is a bomb ass." Yeah, line. but you could have said that shit twenty minutes ago and be like, "Mom, it's fine." Like, <laughs> yeah, he could have said it earlier. He could have said it earlier. I was on some bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, but it's it. still, it's still a dope ass line. I don't bust in, and Allison's like, "I already know what you're gonna say. I fucked up. I assaulted the princess. I lost my cool. They don't think I'm crazy. I'm a mad woman. My husband don't trust me no more." And Otto's like, "Yeah, facts. Right. All, all that's true." <laughs> But now you're ready to play the game. This is what I've been trying to get you to do the whole time. Like, if you'd have done this from the beginning, it might have been even a better place. But now you're there. So what you're going to do is you're going to go back. You're going to apologize to Viserys. Tell him you're sorry. Tell him, you know, it's just, it's y'all's son. So that's why you was angry. People say things when they get mad. You ain't mean that shit. Apologize to the princess. And when it's time, you know, when it's time, be ready for us to make a move. And that boy is right, because now we got the biggest dragon in the world on our side, and mm-hmm. you don't understand how big of a deal that's going to be for what's about to come. Yeah. And I just want to say real quick, this whole situation is how I think about jail, where like jail could be like a chill thing. If everybody didn't want to fight and have gang war, like they could just be in there chilling, but they like create their own their own hectic their own situation. Drama, yeah. yeah, and it's like Allison, Renee, all of them could have been chilling, but so Otto is like, oh, you're fighting, but it's like you're Otto, you are part of creating this illusion. Otto, that there even needs to be Otto created all of this. Exactly. Otto is the the linchpin for all of this drama. He if is Otto never told Allison that Rhaenyra was going to have to kill her kids. This would have never happened. None of this would have happened because if y'all remember, Allison was on Rhaenyra's side. Allison yeah. was telling people Rhaenyra's the heir. Allison was like, "Ill, I love Aegon, but Rhaenyra's the heir." She stood up for Rhaenyra when Rhaenyra told her she didn't fuck Damon. She went and told the king, hey, my daddy's lying. Rhaenyra didn't do this shit. I trust her virtue. I'm on her side. Like, she was on her side, but Otto made her think, listen, I know you and Rhaenyra are friends, but the realm ain't gonna respect her, and when she get in charge, she gonna have to show a force, and that force is gonna be killing your kid. And, he and beat she that wasn't her gonna head. think about that At until all. the drama happened. So now yeah. he is, he has he has all but signed his grandson's death certificate yes. by starting this fucking yeah. drama. By starting he just, this shit. He's so he thinks they're so strong and so smart, but I don't know. But also, by the way, just cut to Viserys and like on his deathbed. This man is knocking on death's door. He's not and she's doing like, well. I'm sorry. He's like, oh, forget it. He's like, I'm too old. I'm too tired. Not too sick. She said, I got and, some wine waiting for you on the boat. <laughs> Like, and I'm just ain't like, no oh, wine gonna make this better. No, I'm like, that's when I was like, is she about to poison him? Is that what they just chatted about? Because this would also be an opportune time for them to get rid of uh, Viserys. And then we cut to yeah, we got the second to last scene. So Renair so, and Damon are talking. Oh, I thought yeah, Renair and Damon are talking. Oh, that comes after this. That's yeah, that's towards this. 
Renera and Damon are talking, and Renera says, you know, fire is such a strong power, strange power. Everything that we have is owed to it, but it costs both of us what we love. Talking about Lena and Sir Harwin. Um, and so then Ray says, I need you, Uncle. You know, I can't face the greens alone, like Charmaine said. Uh, let's bind our blood just as Aegon did with his sisters. Aegon the Conqueror. No, I think this, no, this, it's like, it's interwoven, right? Well, it comes at the stuff with Lainor comes after this when they when they start talking about that. No, she it doesn't. Says, but when Lainor just comes in after the fight, that's what I want to talk about real quick. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just wanted saying. to mention. So after all of this happens, Lainor comes in, and I just thought I just wanted to say this. I thought it's so funny. Lainor comes in, balls empty. Like what happened? <laughs> I know, like, he, he wasn't around for shit. He's like, some weird stuff. Like, the vibe in this room is like, weird. Who hit my son? Who hit my son? And she's like, nigga, sit. Where have you really been? Say, Nick, sit down. We got to talk. And then he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, look, I just realized I've been absent. Stepdaddy, Beard. I am so sorry. Hopefully Beard isn't offensive, but you get what I'm saying. He's like, I'm so sorry. Hey, okay, good. He's like, I'm going to be, I, you deserve a husband. I Because he's like, even though you let me do this thing, I also have like left you alone. And now your man is actually dead. Yikes. I'm here for you. I got you. And I was like, you should have went to the Stepstones to fight. Like, I just knew she was like, because she, because you kept feeling all throughout the episode, this tension of her and Damon being like, Damon's like, my without saying it, my wife's gone. He looking at her again. She clearly want him. I'm like, she's thinking of ways to get him out the picture. And here he comes talking about, I love you. I'm going to re reunite. And she's like, nah. Inconvenient. Yep. So he says, with you as my husband and Prince Consort, my claim can't be challenged. Uh, you know, Valerians are of the sea, but we are made with fire. We're meant to burn together. And Damon was like, uh, we can't marry unless Lenor is dead. <laughs> and she like heard you. She's like, I already got they a plan less. for that. I got a plan they for less. that. She got a plan for it, yeah. And but they tell you the whole time that she's not going to kill him, but that you you you're so in it that you feel like no, she right. is saying I'm. Yeah, going to kill I kept getting, I kept confusing myself though, because so then they go and give uh, what's his name, Carl. Carl. Quarrel. They go give him um a bag of gold, gold and you know I love when they I'm tell him you can go to Spice Town where they don't care about yeah, your name. Da you Damon's in his hoodie. Damon's like, look, you know what's up? And he's like, I guess I might kill my lover. You right? And so then this next scene is so contrived. So but he says, but he says it needs to be public. Like he was clear with that. Yeah. And then Renera says, I'm not a tyrant. He's basically saying I'm not going to kill people. I'm not a tyrant. Yeah. And, and she then, does say she loves him. Mm -hmm. She loves him. And so Damon says, then let him be free, basically. Damon Which says, is the him... most out of character thing for anybody in this whole episode is Damon saying, give him this gift of freedom then. Yeah. Which you completely miss because you think of Damon as such a piece of shit. You don't even see that what he just told you was, well, then let's contrive something so that he doesn't have to die. Yep. Yeah. And then I was just like, what's happening? So so then um Crawl comes in and he's like, I want to fight you. And, and his whole like, energy work. is weird, yeah, right? He exactly. Says, you ain't never respect me. I'm like, is he I winking? Was just a whore. Is he winking? Is he giving me a signal? So yeah. then Laner's like, all right, square up. Then I'm like, okay, this is something's wrong because Laner's Laner yeah, this little like, black boy <gasps> with an afro. Yeah, yeah. Not but before like, that, you babe. see Damon kill somebody, and you don't know what the fuck that's about. You just see Damon snap someone's neck on a stairwell. Yes, I thought that 
that was like the century and he was you're right that makes so much more sense because later like, you realize yeah, oh that's, that's the body they yeah. burn but at the time yes. you're just like oh damon's killing people so that carl could show up yeah basically and have a free path yeah mm -hmm. so then they go get the guards they come back by the time they come back quarrels is out of here and there's a burnt body in the fire and poor rainus poor corliss think that yeah that that's the word yeah well renera says renera says well that means Coralus and Rainus aren't going to have any more kids. And Damon's like, yeah, I mean, that's the cost of it. And she was like, they're going to whisper that it's me. And he said, let them whisper. Because they'll never know. I just didn't understand. So I'm going to say this part I want to say later. So anyway, they we see that and then they cut it with them having this like legit Valerian wedding. Like they have on the matching gowns. They, they mix blood, which don't do and it and they cut with dragon glass they cut their lips yeah and then they glass. kiss and so it's like they they're getting all hepatitis they're getting married and they decide <laughs> that they want to um like they're getting married right then and there with all the kids and yeah. i'm just like when, what time is it like yes. how how is this happening while it's so hard to know the time difference on this show they don't give you they it makes you feel like it should just happen and they're both in mourning and, and it's shit. like they haven't changed locations either so it's very they're, i they're like that mark, i'm yeah. like what time is it so anyway they um they get married and it's like elaine sneaks off with carl with his head shaved yeah. Okay. I feel like we can have different surprise. Laner's not dead. We see that Laner's running off with Carl and they And looks looks dead. happy too. Looks, looks like you know what? Free. I'm this free. Is, I ain't got no outfit. white locks. I can just move on with going to Essos. Best and he didn't even have to go to the step zones and, and, and get killed in battle. However, yeah. my last thought is I wish they could have put the parents in on it. I'm sure Corliss would have had an issue, but it just broke my heart that they Corliss would have never let there's that no, shit go. There's no down. way to make that work. There's yeah. no way to make that work. The I thing that's gonna be the most risk for them is what happens to uh Lanor's dragon. Because Lanor's dragon is going to pick up and and go, because you're bonded. So well, all the kids got dragons, so now they need to get get Raina to get it, right? Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't necessarily have to get that dragon. She can get any dragon, but and there are a few like uh, chicks. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what to call them, little baby ones that aren't big enough to ride yet that are in the dragon pit. So she can eventually. There are there's the possibility she'll be able to claim a future dragon it's not necessary i'm just saying there's no other people available on their team to grab a right dragon, to, but to Raina, do that that's all i'm saying so the only thing that i think could and this isn't in the book or anything like that but that like that i'm thinking that could mess this up for them is is because because um uh Lanor's dragon's not going to be free no one's going to be able to bond with them so that dragon's going to have to bounce oh, and yeah. follow Lanor probably and mm -hmm. everybody's going to probably just think okay you know the dragon's mourning he's gone or whatever oh but yeah because he's not dead he's yeah. not dead so in yeah. essos or wherever they end up there's gonna, gonna be a, a fucking dragon and it's gonna be his that just makes me think of how there's been talk of dragons wailing in random places yeah and those are just like the lost dragons but i just wonder if maybe those, those are ones aren't dead i don't those know those ones that can't be claimed like we some dragons know. can't be claimed and and but usually like some some of them mourn their last rider so long that that's why they can't be claimed and so so this one's going to be like this could potentially be the thing that that unravels the story for that because this is not in the book so this is a new mm. oh. this so is a then new thing we have the last scene to talk about, which I actually have because it's short, and then we'll get out of here because the real villain of the show shows up. My man, <laughs> Lars Strong. 
Yeah, he's heat man. A perversion of justice. The young prince defiled. An outrage. <laughs> Indeed. If it's an I you want to balance the scales, I am your servant. Put my all my cards out. But your devotion is not going unnoticed. These are dangerous times. The day will doubtless come when I require such a friend. With not only skill, but discretion as well. I shall await your call, my queen. He looks so sinister. He is. He's, he's he a looks, really good actor. I don't know who this actor is, but he's fucking nailing this role. He's so sinister. I it's so great. Up, his name is Matthew Needham, and I just want to see him in a comedy after this. <laughs> he's so very sinister. And so, yeah, so uh, Elsa's like, no, I don't need you to go take that man's eye. I, I was tripping, but, but I'm I do need you, need you to do some dirt I'm later. A, I'm going to need you to do some sneaky shit later. <laughs> well, see, that's what's so great about that relationship, right? Is because she's so sanctimonious, she can't be the one that's committing evil. She can't be the evildoer. It's just so convenient that there's somebody who wants to do evil on her behalf. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's so it's so convenient for her. But um, I also think she's evil and it's drawing him in. <laughs> Like, I don't think she's like this innocent who's just falling into it. I feel like there's like a, yeah. His ambition is weird, right? Because like, he's the second son of the strong house. Now that his brother and his father are gone, he is now the Lord of Haringhill. That's kind of the highest he can technically grasp unless he becomes hand of the king. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just like Peter Baelish, like Peter thought he could make it work so that eventually yeah, he would Kat. sit the iron throne like he thought he could be with caitlin caitlin did i mean kate catlin started then he Catelyn. thought he could be with sansa Sa- sansa yeah so like like this is a weird ambition because it's like how many people have to fall in line so that you can get that where you could just sit at the ha- house you know uh the heron hall um, just sit there and and be fine. You're a clubfoot. Like that's what they call him. They call him clubfoot because he doesn't. Oh, he's got Poor a clubfoot. Like just do that. But no, he's he the a guy who's plotting that hard. If the next the next thing can only be that you're possibly the hand of the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a couple quick thoughts on that, and then we'll ask my questions. We can wrap up. I think he might be plotting on Otto, which would be great. I would love if he secretly has something against Otto because Otto did some shit them 10 years ago. I also think he might also have like a kill list of people who made fun of him or his dis- or people who haven't done anything to him and in his mind they have, which is even, I would actually enjoy that. Like I might even get into him as he's a villain. Messy. He's if he's just messy. making shit up. He's very you know? messy. And then, um, yeah, or like he has like this long, like, he said, like you said, like a Baelish kind of thing. So I am interested in that, but I just, I'm gonna root I hate to say it. I'm going to be honest. This show makes me a bad person. I'm going to root for him to come after um, Allison at some point. So my... See, I feel like he's his plot is to become Allison's partner, which, and then take the throne. That's what I feel like he's trying oh, to do. Oh, that's a good one too. Okay, so um, who was the messiest bitch of this episode? Hmm. God, everybody was messy in this episode. Um, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra was... No, def- Amon. What am I... Th- 
Allison. Allison. Renee was definitely the messiest. Amon. Oh, we have some good content. This is a three-way tie for the first this time. This was tough. clear. I okay. would say Allison and Amon are my two. Yes. Oh. Okay. And then it's clear probably what the world star moment is, right? But what was the best, your favorite part of the fight or the aftermath? Uh, I, when Renera was like, they see you for who you are. That it's that or the um, your mother's line. dead. You should have claimed. You should have claimed the dragon then because it's <laughs> it's so it's such a character moment where yeah. it's just like at this point I have drawn a line in the sand and there is no I other. No I can't yeah. be anybody else but yeah, this I can't person. Else me. Um, my favorite part is seeing four kids jump him. That was I. I Pretty dope. You know, I felt Four good. Like that. Kid fight. Um, yep. Kid fight was fun. Kid fight. Yeah, kids fight. I think that should be the episode title for us. Kids fight. But um. What what was our mess? Oh, and did we see Pimpy and Hoeing in this episode? Uh, no, not well. Yeah, I'm not really a little bit. I guess uh, the Aegon, of it. Aegon and um, Helena got to get together. Yeah, I think I think that. the closest thing to it is kind of really subtle, and that is Renera asking Jace to go comfort her cousins because ultimately they're the right age to be paired. Mm-hmm. And she already offered her son up, but um, yeah. was denied. So the next, the next thing is to offer your son yeah. to your cousin. And by the way, cousin. sending them to bed at three p.m. was hilarious. And <laughs> what time like of day was it? Like <laughs> it was such a weird time of day. Like it was a di- night. Was it the middle of the afternoon? Like what yeah. the fuck was, was like, happening? This day's been forty-eight hours long. Um, it was. Day. It was Jack Bauer was there. It was like a long ass day. So I just want to say, um, this was. It definitely was a fun episode to get into with y'all. Like it took forever because there was so much and debate That's and. So many repeated opinions, but you know, Brandon, I apologize for being passive aggressive with you. You don't. You were passive aggressive. I was just trolling. Black... I was you trolling y'all the whole episode. Oh no! I just want to say you don't want to see black women be violent, and you actually don't fuck with white women. You have a beautiful black wife, but it was fun to say those things in the moment. So I apologize. I'm not anti-white women. I just don't fuck with white women. I gave you an out, and you, and you give fair. me so much. You give me so much shit about not fucking with white dudes. Thank I don't fuck so with white much. women either. Don't listen to him. He don't <laughs> even look at women no more. So why is he saying that? Charmaine, thank you so much. It was so wonderful to meet you. Thanks for having me. No, you're fun. worse, Charmaine. You couldn't even admit that Thor was attractive. No, I understand that he's an, a, an attractive person, but that doesn't, just because he's an attractive person doesn't make him fuckable to someone like me who they does try not make find... him like a, like a modern Fab, Fabio. I think I I love I he's my favorite Chris. He's funny. He I get that he's attractive. I just am not attracted to that sexually. And we all agree the worst Chris is uh Pratt, Pratt. and Prine. Both oh. of them are terrible people as humans. Who's a, you said Pratt first? Pratt and Prine. We'll Pratt. Yeah. We'll both of them are terrible. He beats him out. Um no, you're right. No, Chris Pine and that mean made him better than Chris Pratt. Um, I just I know just, things about him as a real person oh. from working in the film industry. That's why I don't like him. <laughs> okay, they're both bad. By the way, though, I just want to say go watch um, this show. Chris Hemsworth did a uh, did a movie where he was a villain on Netflix. I cannot think of what it's called. Spider House or something like that. And he okay. was a villain. I was like, well, I like him better in that. So we'll keep. I'll keep you talking. So let me go. Brandon, last words. Uh, that's it. Okay, Charmaine, Charmaine tell us again us. where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Militantly Mix on all the socials, at Blurred Comics and all the socials, or if you want to find me directly, duh, 
Blasian Blurred on all the socials. Yay. Thanks for having me. It's so much fun. Thanks, Charmaine. So yeah, we'll be back next week for episode eight. Uh, we'll see what kind of craziness happens next week. And we'll talk to y'all then. Peace. Peace out, my lord.